Nice night. Has been for a little while. Actually, last week was a little chilly. This is like perfect. Perfect podcasting weather. Outside, baby. And welcome back, everyone. It is episode 41 of Thirst and Goal. Tonight, it's just myself running and Ben right across the table from me. Our third co-host will not be with us this evening. That's very sad. <laughs> no, no female voice yes, exactly. tonight. No one bringing the uh, the opinions from uh, the the fairer sex tonight. Uh, <laughs> Sonia is on her way to beautiful London, England uh, to get herself some Boddingtons. The no home of Boddingtons. Boddingtons? The worst beer that we've ever tried <laughs> exactly. on the show. She's going to send us pictures from the pub with her drinking Boddingtons, uh, but we will we will definitely uh, miss her miss her greatly this evening. Yes, and well, she's, she's going to catch the game tomorrow, the game that me and you will not catch because it's way too early over here yes, exactly. on the West Coast. I think it's at 6 o'clock in the morning, so Pass. we definitely won't be watching the Bears and the Raiders, but Sonia will be at a pub enjoying the game. Yes, yeah, so we're going to look forward to some new listeners from uh, the beautiful, beautiful country of the United Kingdom. Frane, how was your week this week? It was good, Ben. It was good. You know, it, was, uh, it went by pretty fast, actually. I mean, it seems like just yesterday we were here doing a podcast. It does. It does. I mean, I had a. It was a fairly long week with work, and uh, uh, you know, I guess uh, dealing with a contractor. I'm not alone in <laughs> uh, that regard. But it was a. It was a long week of uh, late arrivals and non-arrivals and work that isn't done to specifications. But I guess that's par for the course. But we're almost at the finish line. So I will be happy to never see any of these people again. Uh, that is what I'm looking forward to. Friday, what are you drinking over there? I am drinking my usual, Ben, Jack and Coke. Ooh, I polished off that bottle oh, yeah? of Tangare Rangpur last weekend, and we I am onto the mash tail. Take a picture of the bottle kill there. We've done it in the past with your gins yes, that you've absolutely. polished off. I don't think... I've taken a picture of, of the jacks that I've uh, polished off on this show. Um, this one's almost done. Yeah. Though, and that's the 1.75 liter bottle. I always drink a little bit. A little bit? Well, we, a that's about bit. the uh, fourth bottle, I think, <laughs> since we started this podcast. It's been almost a year. It's yeah, been almost a year now. He's averaging, I think, about one bottle every 10 episodes. <laughs> uh, so you guys could do the math on that. Um, and Ben, a little less anxiety this week on your yes, drive home. Yes, absolutely. I, again, uh, this is not an endorsement, but if you're out there, folks, and you're considering buying yourself a new car, I strongly encourage anyone um, or everyone to give a test drive to the Tesla Model 3, whether you uh, purchase the base model, which is fairly reasonable in the new car space, the sedan space, but the autopilot, the full driving nice. autopilot it's in nice. heavy traffic is amazing. It, it does decrease the level of anxiety, even though it takes you the same amount of time. It actually might take longer uh, because <laughs> you don't switch lanes as often on the autopilot as you would yourself, feverishly trying to figure out a way to get an extra minute or two uh, advantage on your way home. But putting that autopilot on, of course, pay attention to what you're doing, but putting that autopilot on really, really lowers the anxiety level. You don't have to creep up on the car. You're not constantly hitting the brakes, hitting the gas, hitting the brakes, hitting the gas. Uh, it's really, uh, I got to give Elon Musk and his team a ton of credit. Uh, really, really great car for, for the money, uh, given that it's right in the, the range of an, you know, a BMW 3 or an, even a Toyota Avalon or a 
Maxima or one of those, you know, right around in that range for a new one. Yeah. It's uh, it's a pretty amazing piece of machinery. Scared the crap out of my mother-in-law today <laughs> by hitting, you know, going to 0 to 60 in about four seconds, which was really, really, uh, you know, that doesn't get old. It hasn't gotten old yet. Uh, but I definitely encourage everyone to go yeah. out there, and uh, it's a really, really great car. That sounded like a long advertisement for Tesla. Actually, <laughs> well, I'm enthusiastic. I mean, it's sort of it's a cult thing. I mean, people are a little culty with their with their Teslas, but in terms of a car, just just uh, the brand name aside, uh, I've driven the Leaf and the I haven't driven the that little weird looking BMW. Oh yeah, the i3. Car. That's a weird looking car. They're weird looking cars, uh, but this one compared to the Leaf and the all electric, I think the Honda they make a, a Insight might be all electric or it's. Or they I think make, it's, it's, a or it's a hybrid. I think it's a hybrid. That's a hybrid. Just this one drives a thousand times better. Yeah, uh, but less anxiety. That's for yes. sure on the road on the way home from Warwick. That's why I look more relaxed tonight, Ben. Yeah, the contract. <laughs> it's, a, it's a you know it's on the Give scales. Less anxiety in the drive, more anxiety from the contractors. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess they've sold seven hundred thousand of them in in California so far. That's pretty amazing. Huh? Uh, so sorry for the the long yeah. advertisement. Yeah. There. Even though it was an advertisement, but Ben is excited. He's happy. I'm excited. Yeah. About sure. his car. For sure. That is for sure. <laughs> All right, Friday. What are we gonna talk about tonight? Well, SpaceX, what a wonderful coming out. <laughs> Is it 3 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> no, it's a night, Ben, on the big board. We have our NFL news. We have our housekeeping pretty high up the board. Trying. We have our week for recap. What a game on Thursday night, though. Oh, amazing oh, game. That's already in our week five, so no no picks. I think we made that pick. Yeah. And I chose the Seahawks. You chose the Seahawks. I think Sonia chose the Rams. Of course so. she chose the Rams. <laughs> I think actually I might have chosen. Actually, I don't have her uh, wonderful notebook in front of me. I probably should. And yeah. we also have our shout-outs to our fellow podcasters out there. We have our week five picks my picks and Ben's picks. I'm not sure if Sonia wrote down her picks. She didn't. She, she didn't write her down her picks. Yeah, oh, okay. We'll pick for her. And getting ready to go. <laughs> and we have our shot of the week, yes, as indeed. usual. We have our beverage of the week, which happens to be another rye. We love our ryes on this show. We have our beer of the week. We might forego the quiz, though, since it's only Ben yeah. here tonight. I have a quiz ready to go. Uh, we weren't able to get our uh, third uh, guest host tonight. I was trying to get Alex back on the show. He was on the show a few weeks ago. He wasn't able to come on tonight, so maybe we might forgo the quiz this week. We'll do it next week when. Well, I'm not sure when Sonya's coming back. If she'll, <laughs> she'll be back, she'll be yeah. Back. But uh, whether she wants to do the podcast or not, I don't know. But she'll, she'll be, be out back. here for the quiz. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> she'll be here for the quiz. Bonington's. <laughs> we have Ben's betting corner, and we have housekeeping to finish up the night. All right, all right, all right, everybody. Can't wait to get into this. It is NFL news. Uh, this week we have a, a, just a few little tidbits of news. Actually, thankfully the news is drying up a little bit week to week. Uh, but first up we have Mitchell. Don't call me Mitch. Trubisky. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, Chicago Bears quarterback, was knocked out of the week four game against the Minnesota Vikings. According to Michael David Smith of ProFootballTalk.com, Trubisky was hurt on the first drive of the game. Television commentators indicated it is a left shoulder injury, and Trubisky has been ruled out for the remainder of the or was ruled out for the remainder of that game. It did turn out to be a pretty significant shoulder injury. Uh, the all accounts are that Trubisky will miss somewhere between two to four weeks. Uh, on the positive side, the Bears have had one of the most experienced backups in the NFL in former Mizzou quarterback Chase Daniel, who had a great game 
last year before succumbing to the defense at the in the fourth quarter of that game. Daniel showed that X XPF. What what is that? Daniel oh, Daniel showed <laughs> that his first that his first five passes, including a touchdown to running back Tariq Cohen, uh, filling in for. Trubisky there, terrible cut and paste by me. The Bears are up, were up 7 0 early in that key NFC North showdown, and they went on to, in fact, win that game. Mm-hmm. So, what do you say about Trubisky being out? You know, I, Trubisky, I don't think he's a good quarterback. I know, you, know you, have, Chase, you have. Chase Daniels might actually be a better option. And if he continues oh, to play well, there might be some QB controversy in Chicago. Trubisky getting the Eli Manning treatment in Chicago already. Yeah, well, he, well, doesn't, he doesn't look stellar, that's for sure. I mean, he did have a really nice uh, game leading up or in the overtime. Maybe it was an overtime game or it was to... Uh, to win the game right at the end of regulation. I to get the field goal, to kick the yeah, field goal, yeah. Game one or game two of this season. Uh, doesn't look that great no. uh, on the field. Luckily, they have the best defense in the league by far. Yeah, uh, and they look better. I mean, they look like they're getting better. Yeah. You know, the first week uh, against the Packers, I mean, that was a really close game, um, and they lost. But, uh, you know, since then, I mean, their, their defense, it, it looks – it looks pretty scary. Yeah, I mean, and it, it, they have some weapons on offense. I mean, they do have uh, Tyree Cohen out of the backfield as well as catching passes. David Montgomery's got a having a decent season, and they have Corderell Patterson cast off of the mm-hmm. New England Patriots. But I, I tend to think Trubisky has a little more upside than than most folks do. Maybe that's just the the two years of living in Chicago that makes me <laughs> a little bit more optimistic for Mister. Trubisky, but I'm hoping that he's able to come back and play uh, pretty well. I mean, he doesn't have a, a ton of, of weapons in terms of his receivers. You know, Taylor Gabriel's not anything to write home about. Uh, Allen Robinson, Trey Burton, not exactly Trey Burton's pretty lighting solid, the world But he's fire. also a former Eagle, so I'm, I'm pretty high on Trey, Trey Burton. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. <laughs> but uh, Tariq Cohen, though, they, they have to find a way to get him running that offense. That he's he's a dangerous uh, little dude. I mean he's he's really fast. I mean he catch out of the backfield. He could be a receiver. I mean he could be he's running back. I mean he can do all sorts of things and they have to, you know, get him engaged in that offense. Yeah, and I think they could uh, I mean he's a little bit more he's certainly more athletic than than Julian Edelman, but he can play that kind of a role for the Bears. And I think he's more athletic and can yeah. do more things mm-hmm. uh, than Edelman can do. And if they were can figure out a way, if Nagy can figure out a way to get him involved yeah. with Chase Daniel, I think they can go on to have a, better know, a decent season, yeah. especially with Minnesota and Green Bay sort of floundering in that division. Well, I want to say the Packers are floundering. You know, I would, they are floundering. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens this weekend. Uh, yeah, I have, I have something to add about that when, yeah. when we get there. Huh. Uh, but we have next up. Vontez Perfect suspended for the remainder of the season. The NFL has officially suspended Oakland Raiders Oakland Raiders linebacker Vontez Perfect for the rest of the 2019 season, according to Ian Rappaport of NFL.com. There were no mitigating circumstances on the play, NFL Vice President of Football Operations John Runyon said in a letter to Perfect. Your contact was unnecessary flagrant and should have been avoided. For your actions, you were penalized and disqualified from the game following each of your previous rule violations you were warned by me and each of the jointly appointed appeal officers that future violations would result in escalated accountability measures however you have continued to flagrantly abuse these rules 
designated to protect yourself and your opponents from unnecessary risk. Your extensive history of rules violations is, has has and will be factored into this decision. Burvick's suspension is without pay. He has since appealed that decision, but he didn't appeal it during the first week, uh, indicating that he didn't th- think that he had uh, much likelihood of success. But I don't know if you saw the play yeah, I did. Uh, where he hit the Colts tight end Jack Doyle. Uh, completely unnecessary and uh, appeared to be purposeful. Franny, what say you about Vontez Perfect potentially ending, uh, he's not that old, but potentially ending his career here uh, because the next time, next season, if he comes back, he, he'll probably be suspended for the first hit. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. It was, it was unnecessary. Um, you know, uh, who was the player, uh, the tight end? Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle, yeah. I mean, he was going down to the ground, and, and it seemed like he intentionally hit him with the crown of his helmet. Um, you know, and he's done it multiple times throughout his career, and he's missed a few games because of it, if, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's had about 12 different rule and he played, violations he was, and suspensions. he played for the Bengals in the past, right? Most of his career, yeah. yeah. So um, I'm not. It's, I'm not. It's not shocking. Yeah, he took, <laughs> he a, took two Steelers, including Antonio Brown, out of a playoff game. Uh-huh. On his own. I yeah. mean, that nasty, nasty hit. You know, as much as I dislike Antonio Brown, no one deserves to yeah. be hit. And so finally, get him. you know, the, the NFL is holding him accountable for these dirty hits. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know how his appeal will go, but, uh, you know, well. it looks like it looks like uh, he should be out for the rest of the season. And, and I agree with the NFL for finally uh, suspending him. And interestingly enough, without him, they went on to beat the Vikings pretty hand or lose. Actually, they lost to the Vikings. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> uh, pretty pretty spectacularly. Uh, after that, uh, you know, I I just uh, yeah, there was really was no your, place for that. He was in your division for so many years. Yeah, it's... and I was afraid every single time we played uh, the Bengals. I was afraid that we could potentially lose uh, a marquee receiver mm-hmm. or a running back uh, at the, as a consequence of the way that he played the game, and, and and especially in the secondary when he was back in coverage. I mean, he leveled Brown. Uh, it, it was it was a earth shattering, you know, mind bending type of hit on yeah. Brown. I mean, left him motionless on the on the ground during a playoff game. I mean, it was pretty amazing. And since then, he's never been the same. It seems. Uh, that's true. That's true. I mean, he'll never probably play football again. Now oh, that's Antonio Brown. Uh, it's interesting that um, we lost both Perfect and uh, Brown in the same season. Yeah. Uh, it was it was that hit, right? I mean, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we should. I mean, we could bring it up and play the audio for you. I mean, it was a pretty pretty spectacular hit. Uh, for anything else to add about uh, John Gruden's traveling roadshow? <laughs> no. Of mishaps and mayhem. No, it's a good thing that Doyle is okay though. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't have any serious injuries. Yeah, so he was good. okay, and uh, we'll get to the game later. I mm-hmm. mean, but it uh, looks like Hutchinson, uh, Hawk- Hawkinson, uh, for Detroit, who had a nasty, nasty uh, hit last week or a nasty fall uh, last week. Looks like he'll be okay as well. Uh, but this is something. The next topic is near and dear to Franny's heart. There's trouble brewing for the lively and personality-filled Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. The Minnesota Vikings wide receiver, wide receiver Adam Thielen is clearly frustrated by the team's slow start. Looks like I think he's got about 174 yards on the season and two TDs or three TDs uh, and seeming refusal to put the ball in the air, according to Chad Graff of The Atlantic. At some point, you're not going to be able to run the ball for 180 yards, even with the best running back in the NFL. That's when you have to be able to throw the ball, said Thielen. T- uh, 
taking what would appear to be a direct shot at both the new offensive coordinator, Kevin Stefanski, and struggling, struggling quarterback, Kirk Cousins. You have to be able to make plays. You have to be able to hit the balls deep. You just have to be able to do that. Uh, it's 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 a really interesting uh, situation there in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Despite boasting arguably arguably the best wide receiver tandem in the entire NFL in Thielen and Stephon Diggs, both 1,000 receivers in 2018, the Vikings have insisted on establishing the run under the apparent orders of head coach Mike Zimmer. Thielen has tried to be a good soldier uh, about the team's major change in philosophy in 2019, but was undoubtedly frustrated after catching only two passes for six yards at Chicago. Cousins' contract is fully guaranteed, uh, and he runs, I think, through 2020. Uh, But if things do not change drastically in Minnesota and the team ends up missing the playoffs again for the second consecutive year, big changes could be coming to Minnesota. And we also learned this week that wide receiver Stefan Diggs is putting feelers out there through his agent for a trade, apparently taking the Antonio Brown route, looking to get out of Minnesota. Uh, what say you about your beloved, <laughs> beloved Kirk he's Cousins not, and the Minnesota much. Vikings? I'm sure he'll be okay. I'm sure he'll be okay going forward. They just have to figure some things out. Uh, I know there was some problems on the sideline at the end of the last season between him and Thielen. They had that little argument on the sideline. Um, but I, I think they can work things out. I think Kirk Cousins is a good enough quarterback. Um, he's, you know, he's definitely better than, than Mitch Trubisky. He's better than a lot of starting quarterbacks in the league. I'll, I'll put him in the top 15. I would say maybe he's about 15th. You know, he's somewhere in the middle of the pack quarterback. And they have a good enough team there in, in Minnesota. Uh, I think it's an overreaction, really. Um, you know, they're, they're, that division is still up for grabs. Um, you know the the Bears are are three and one. The Packers are three and one. They're two and two, and and you know Detroit's uh, two one and one. So I mean they're, they're still there. It's not like they're an zero and four team or you know one and three team. Um, so I, I think they should be okay. I mean there's some things they need to figure out. I mean Dalvin Cook, uh, you know if they can get him going, it makes it easier on, on Kirk Cousins. And well Dalvin Cook has actually been doing that, but uh, you know they just have to figure out a way to uh, to get their wide receivers or Kirk Cousins uh, passing it to his. Uh, his two wide receivers, two dangerous wide receivers there, Thielen and Diggs. But Diggs is making a big deal out of this. I don't yeah. think he should. I mean, and wh- wh- what is this mystery team? What is this mythological team that is going to make everything all right for these receivers if they're able to get get traded? Yeah. Is it Tampa Bay because they won last week? Yeah. I mean, who? Is, I mean, wh- I mean, and you can't all play for the Patriots. I mean, he, he, when he signed his contract, was it last last, last season? Last summer season? for yeah. forty million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, he knew which which quarterback he was going to you know have throwing to him. Yeah, I mean, so you opened up a little bit poorly this year. And, I mean, the division, I mean, as we were talking about a little bit earlier, I mean, the division is pretty wide open with Chicago and Green Bay. No one is lighting the world on fire in that division. So, you know, I don't understand what the big to-do is. And and I know that there was some, you know, there was some garbage time in in that game, but Kirk Cousins threw the ball 36 times. Yeah, and his numbers it's not like they're not trying to run, trying to throw the ball. Yeah, and his numbers weren't that bad either. No, 26, 27 to 36 for 233 yards. I mean, no mm-hmm. TDs, which is exactly what Thielen and Diggs are all pissed off about. Mm-hmm. But they won the game. As long as they're winning, that's fine. You know, Dalvin Cook, you know, 14, 14, 14 carries for 35 yards, not spectacular. Yeah. Not that you game. Know. Not that game. <laughs> but he's had some really good games. Uh, you know, but Diggs had seven receptions for 108 yards. Cook had six receptions. You know, uh, Ola C.B. Johnson had some, you know, about four receptions in that game. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, uh, you know, as, as mediocre as a tight end can be, uh, had one or two receptions in that game. Uh, but I, I think I think the frustration stems from having all of the talent that they have yeah. and not winning more games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but And I don't know that running the ball is the explanation for that or running the ball too much is the explanation for that. Mm-hmm. 
Anything else to add, Friday? Kirk Cousins. You well, love he, Kirk he'll, Cousins. He'll play better. He'll play better. Ay, 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 Friday likes these guys. I don't know. <laughs> I, come on. I mean, he, he's okay. If you compare him and to Case Keenum, Case Keenum. I mean, who would you rather have as your starter? Ryan I mean, we, we Fitzpatrick. Saw what, we, they're all we, the same. We, to we me. saw what what Case Keenum can do with that team. I'm sure Kirk Cousins can do exactly. I mean, they had a better defense, you know, you know, that year a few years ago. But you know, I'm sure he'll be okay. Kirk Cousins will be okay. It's just an overreaction. I don't disagree. I mean, Diggs. I hope they trade him. I mean, if he wants to get traded, let him let him run off to. But like you uh, said, where where is he going to go? Where, where I mean, other than New England, where else? Which other team would you know take on his contract where he could be successful? And I mean, you might get a whole bunch of yards, but if, if you're a losing football team, then that's just as bad. Yeah, I mean, and and, and I just under, I don't understand what this you know what this imaginary team is that's so awesome that if you go to it, you know, all of your problems are going away. You're going to you know go away. You're going to get 15 receptions and two touchdowns every game, and you're going to win every game, and everything's going to be amazing. That team does not exist. Even on the Patriots, it wouldn't have existed for Antonio Brown mm-hmm. over the course of a season, season not with Edelman and Gordon and White and everyone else that they work into that Dorsett, offense yeah. and Dorsett. Uh, so that team doesn't exist, uh, and, I, and I'm always dubious of a wide receiver who claims that winning is the most important thing to him because that's almost never the most important thing to a wide receiver except maybe Heinz Ward and Alshon Jeffrey, perhaps. Uh, But there are very few of them out there. So, uh, yeah, we had another uh, topic, but I I was hoping Alex would be here or Sonny would be here, so we'll skip. We have a a wonderful discussion to have on whether rebuilding uh, in the NFL is the way that that it is handled currently, uh, whether most everyone is on the wrong track. But I'll hold that for for Sonny or Alex. Yes. Yeah, I think yes. Alex would have dug into that with you know with with a fork and a knife. Yeah, I was hoping uh, he'd so be here. I was hoping he would be here for that. that. You know, so we can have a third voice, third opinion on that. But uh, yeah, most teams go about it the wrong way. But that'll be a fun conversation whenever Alex or Sonia are available. Hopefully next Saturday when Sonia's here. Mm-hmm. All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? That was it. Okay, yeah. that was all the NFL. News. That's oh, all wow. the NFL news this oh, week. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, we still have the week four, week four recap, week five picks. So there's still a lot. To oh, talk there's still about. a lot to do tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we've been running a little bit long. So rather, yeah, than, I know, right? you know, rather than talk about every little bit of news, uh, we're gonna try to get you guys out of here in two hours tonight. That's the that's the hope. Yeah. So dig. Stop complaining. You're two and two. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and Ben. Next up on the big board, we have our housekeeping. Yes, we have a little bit of housekeeping. Thank you all so much for listening to the show. We are humbled that you like it and encourage you to share our website, thirstinggold.buzzsprout.com, with your friends, relatives, coworkers, anyone you think would also like the show. Anyone can listen and subscribe for free by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, CastBox, Google Podcasts, or just about any other podcatcher out there. Please, please, please leave us a review. Please leave us a review. If you would like to leave feedback or ask a question to be answered on the show, you can email us at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com, or you can call us direct at 818-350-2680 and leave a voicemail that we may play on the air. Please also follow us on Instagram at Thirstan and on Twitter at Goal Thirst. Thank you all so much. Hopefully I got through that in about 30 seconds. That was Friday. pretty fast. Friday. Fast talker. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our week four recap. All right. Hold tight, everybody. We'll be right back to talk about all the games from week four. All right, Ben. So we have our week four games. 
Our first game up on the docket is something we talked about last week because it was a Thursday night game. It was the Eagles and the Packers. The Eagles won that game. It was a huge game, a huge win for the Eagles. I don't know if you can hear the excitement in my voice. I, I do. I do. <laughs> I'm an Eagles fan. In score. Green Bay. In all Green Bay. In Green Bay. And it was 34-27, a crazy game, an interception at the end of the game to win it for the Eagles. That was amazing. I mean, that was an amazing play. I mean, you were all, you were down in the dumps before that happened. Yeah, you and you yeah. read some of my texts that I, I was did. sending you last week, and we did talk about it. But uh, yeah, thirty-four twenty-seven, huge win. Um, you know, the, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers looked like we are used to seeing Aaron Rodgers play. I mean, he had four hundred. How many yards did he have? He had four hundred and some yards. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was his first loss ever. Uh, throwing the ball for more than 400 yards at home in a losing effort. 422 yeah. yards, two TDs, and one interception in that game. A huge interception at the and end of that it game. It doesn't hurt that he was throwing against one of the worst secondaries that I've ever seen, but the Eagles won. I mean, worst second. I mean, that's a. I mean, I, I'd say the Miami secondary is worse. Uh, yeah. Okay. But that, <laughs> that, that entire team. There's always is is pretty bad. Yeah. Carson Wentz balled out, 16 for 27 for 160 yeah. yards, but three. Three TDs. Count them. Uh, yeah, count them. Three TDs. <laughs> Three touchdowns. Can so you was, believe it? Three TDs at 160 yards. Uh, That's no. a pretty good well, line. Well, they had good field position throughout the game. Efficiency. Yeah, it was very efficient. And uh, so that was the first game, and we but, talked about that one a little but bit. But Jordan Howard balled out. I mean, and he, he did. 87 they, yards uh, rushing, and he actually caught a bunch of balls out of the backfield for another 30 yards yeah. and two huge touchdowns. Two rushing touchdowns and I think one receiving touchdown. Yeah. I mean, yeah. huge, huge game. Next game on the docket, Ben. Redskins, Giants. The Redskins lost that one, twenty-four to three. Ah, oh, the Redskins. I mean, coming off uh, the loss the week before, uh, this is just this is an ugly, ugly Redskins uh, Redskins team. Uh, by all accounts, as far you know, as long as or as as we sit here today, Colt McCoy is being named the starter for this week's game. Uh, Case Keenum will be on the bench. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, who deserves a chance to play on a team that is literally going nowhere except for off the runway into the Hudson River, <laughs> skidding, leaving trails of jet fuel behind them. There is literally no way uh, that Dwayne Haskins should not be starting this game. This this team has no chance of getting better and making the playoffs this year. Uh, so I just think it's ridiculous to start uh, Colt McCoy in this game. Yeah, well, I mean... I guess you have nothing to lose. Like I said, maybe start Dwayne Haskins, but I mean, he looked pretty bad. He looked pretty bad when they threw him out there. You know, like his 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 first or second pass of the game was a pick six, and he just didn't look comfortable out there. So I don't I don't blame them. You know, starting Colt McCoy. Um, you know, you, you you want Dwayne Haskins to keep his confidence up. If you will start him in the future, you'd want to just throw him in there and and just have him be a complete failure. I mean, in college, he only played what one season. One season, yeah. So I mean, I, he's he's probably just not ready for prime time. Yeah, just yet. I mean, anyone that's listened to this show, uh, you know, for for more than a few episodes, knows, I that knows that I believe that people should learn on the job. And you know, you you got a, a short window with these folks. I mean, Dwayne Haskins is a first rounder. You have you know four years with a fifth year option. But odds are, if he's any good, he'll be screaming for a contract with two years to go. Uh, get the most you can out of these people. Uh, they didn't leave me sitting in the basement of any job I had <laughs> to watch film about the job that I was about to do. I actually had to do the job and learn on the job. And I think that uh, this is the same in the NFL. Yeah, Franny's a little bit more conservative. He's still getting paid millions. So that you is know, true. I, I'd sit in the basement if I was getting paid millions. <laughs> that's so true. That's, I'd be fine with you that. You have many Teslas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and but but Josh Daniels. Oh, though, Josh for the Daniels. Giants, two wins in a row. Uh, oh, you mean uh, Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones, yes. Yeah, yeah. Didn't play particularly. Sounds, I mean, <laughs> Josh. Dan- <laughs> Wait, who is Josh Daniels? <laughs> that name does sound familiar. Uh, yeah, Daniel. I mean, didn't have a great game this week. Twenty-three for thirty-one, two hundred twenty-five yards, one TD, and count them, two interceptions. Uh, but he was bailed out uh, by Wayne Gilman, John Hillman, and Sterling Shepard. Uh, I mean, Wayne Gilman had uh, one TD uh, receiving, one TD rushing uh so he was bailed out by the rest of his team which tells yeah. me the team believes in him uh you know without he had, without saquon yeah without too. saquon and saquon may be back this week mm-hmm. although uh all signs point to no mm-hmm. uh, but he may be back this week the giants uh, they looked pathetic uh going into this game uh or going into the previous game mm-hmm. uh, but they've won two games in a row and they have an interesting game uh on the on the horizon this week uh, i think the giants could uh, end up finishing just behind the Eagles in that division moving forward. Where do the Eagles finish? The Eagles finish first, the Cowboys finish third. Wow. I hope so, but <laughs> I don't think that's going that, to happen. That, I think, is a possibility this year. The way the Cowboys played last week, I think it's possible. I hope so, Ben. I hope you're right, I know you but do. I think you're wrong. I know you do. <laughs> well, I know you think I'm wrong. All right, what's next up, Ronnie? Next up, Ben. This was a very interesting game, a very shocking game. The Chiefs and the Lions. The Chiefs pulled it out at the end, 34-30. to 30. Oh, That was a heartbreaker. I watched that game in real time. I really thought the Eagles, or the Eagles, the I Lions. really thought the Lions were, gonna, were going yeah. to, to finish that game out. I mean, they left Mahomes too much time at the end for that final drive, but they played their hearts out in Detroit. And, I, and, and I mean, Stafford played really, really well in that game. Yeah, he was been, just out-dueled. Yeah. Carryon I mean, Johnson been, had a great game. He's been playing well the entire season. Uh, the Lions, you know, they fumbled twice on the goal line. So I mean, yeah, that, you know, that was. Do you see the play where he, where the ball was just flopping around there? And this this week they decided not to blow the whistle. Yeah, yeah. I uh, just picked it up. But and it was ran. it was the right call though. Oh, it, absolutely, it was the right call. Absolutely. You know, but um, you know, I, I give credit to the Lions. You know, I mean, nobody really gave them a chance in that division uh, with the Bears, with the Packers. Um, but I think they're a pretty good team, and to put up that kind of a fight against arguably the best team in the league. Yeah, Full I agree. Them. Yeah, I mean they're two one and one. Yeah, uh, coming off that tie, I think to open the year. I mean Stafford twenty one for thirty, uh, twenty one of thirty four, two hundred ninety one yards, and count them, three, <laughs> three huge touchdowns. But Carryon Johnson had an amazing game, and that is a secret to their success. Yeah, if you look at the statistics in virtually every game where Matthew Stafford has had a one hundred yard rusher. He has won the game. I think he's nine or ten or or, or ten at. Well, this game would be. I think uh, he's nine out of ten or ten out of eleven. In games where that's happened, uh, you know, I, yeah. I I thought they really really played with a lot of heart, uh, and I thought that they had a chance to win that game. But you know, Mahomes just a little bit better. Yeah. Carry on, carry on, Johnson. Is, he's a difference maker there, and that's something that the Lions uh, have been desperately missing for years now. They haven't had a good rusher on that team, and they finally have that. And they're using him. At, and yeah. they're actually using him. Yeah. I mean, Pat, Patrick Mahomes, the second, <laughs> uh, did not have a spectacular day. Until it mattered, 24 of 42 for 352 yards, and don't count them, zero <laughs> TDs, and don't count them, zero interceptions. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, ay, ay, ay. I mean, this guy, it's just, you know, him and Frank Gore, 56 yards on 11 carries, a 5.1 average, and another TD for LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, Andy Reid knows what he's doing with Sean McCoy. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the AFC, it's unfortunate. As a, as a fan of a team in the AFC. What's next up, Ronnie? Next up, Ben, 
the Titans and the Lowly Falcons. I think we all got this one wrong. T- yeah, I think so. Yeah, 24, <laughs> 24 to ten Titans. Uh, they, no one saw that coming. I don't think. Uh, I mean, the Titans just, had played pretty poorly the week before. Uh, you know, what do you have to say? I, they're just so inconsistent. I, I'm not sure what Titans team we're going to get week in and week out. I mean, they've I mean, last year, last season, they were inconsistent. This year, once again, you know, they play terrible. They come back and you know they, they play the Falcons at home, and um, you know, they demol- I mean, it's 24 to 10. You, lo- you lose by 14 points at home for the Falcons. That's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I don't Falcons, know how the hell they beat the Eagles. I think the Falcons might. <laughs> If they lose this week, they could be done. Yeah. Uh, but Marcus Mariota, Tom Brady impersonation, 18 for 27 <laughs> for 227 yards and three, count them, three touchdowns and no interceptions. Yeah, he played well. Yeah, Derrick Henry, 100 yards uh, rushing, uh, 3.7 average, not a great game. But A.J. Brown, two touchdowns. Corey Davis, one touchdown, 91 yards and 94 yards uh, respectively. I mean, that was – I didn't see that coming at all. I thought Atlanta – uh, at home would put the hammer down yeah. on a pretty pretty poor Titans game, a Titans team, or they look pretty poor after opening the season pretty strong. Yeah, they're both very inconsistent, but, you know, but the Titans pulled that one out. Your second favorite quarterback or your third favorite <laughs> uh, quarterback, I'm not sure. Matt my Ryan, favorite quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Ben, 35 of 53. They count love them it. Yeah, for 397 yards and no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Freeman. 12 carries for 28 yards, 2.3 yard per average, I mean, average per rush in that game. I mean, they look bad. Mm. Um, Julio Jones, 50 yards in the game. That's pretty sad. Austin Hooper, 130 yards, no TDs. I mean, that was a pretty ugly display for At Atlanta. home. Ever since they lost that Super Bowl yeah. to uh, New England, when New England came back the on Super them. Super Bowl that they should have won. They have just not been able to put it together there with uh, – Matty Ice. <laughs> and next up on the docket, Ben, another shocking game. Huge. I, the, the week four was pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. There was quite a few there crazy games. There were like seven road dogs that won, that won. The Browns and the Ravens. The Browns, 40 to 25. I mean, at home. Shocking. The Ravens shocking. were at home. Shocking. I mean, the Ravens completely flip flopped. Their yeah. offense is, well, until this game, look really great. Their defense, Earl Thomas looks like his feet are stuck in cement. <laughs> one of the worst, from one of the best defenses in the league for a decade or more, to one of the worst defenses in the league. Let Baker Mayfield put up 342 yards and a TD on him. Uh, Franny, what say you about the the Bear or the uh, the, Browns the Browns and the Ravens? Well, this is what we expected from the Browns, right? Well, uh, until they played three games. Yeah. <laughs> it took a while. Yeah, until it took they played a while. three games. But, I mean, the Ravens were looking like, you know, a Super Bowl contender there. And the Browns just come in and they just wreck them. at 40 to 25. And it wasn't even that close. I mean, the game got out of hand pretty quickly. I mean, it seemed the Browns had control of that game. And, um, you know, Lamar Jackson, you know, the first two weeks, also amazing. Yeah. You have him on your fantasy team. Thank God he's playing against me this weekend. Yes, hopefully he'll yes, – me and Ben yes, are playing each other yes. in fantasy this weekend. Uh, so hopefully he'll, he'll he'll throw up the same numbers that he had you know this past weekend, but they just looked bad. Yeah, I, I mean, mean Jesus, it, what happened? So inconsistent. Uh, I mean, Lamar, I mean, they just were really inconsistent. I mean, I mean, they gave up 165 yards uh, to Nick Chubb and three count of three TDs. Beckham only had 20 yards on two. Yeah, he hasn't played well. Catches Landry eight eight receptions for 167 yards in that game. Yeah, I mean, I just don't I don't know what's going on. I mean, two interceptions from Jackson in this game. 
247 yards. Ingram didn't look that great, although his yards per carry at 5.9 were pretty good. Uh, it just I don't understand why they're so inconsistent. They're so inconsistent, in fact, <laughs> that if the Steelers win their game this yeah. week against the Baltimore Ravens, and for some strange reason the Cleveland Browns lose, which I believe they will, to the Niners, the Steelers are tied for first place after opening up the season 0-3. Oh, and three. And three. Yeah. That is a that that is a piss poor division if that's possible. Well, uh, well, you open up zero and three in a game, and two games later you're in first place. Well, thanks to the Browns. Yeah, I mean, thanks <laughs> to the Browns. Yeah. Nobody expected this. No, no. My no, parlay no, no. took a shit. No, no. Like, I mean, early on in the day, I was like, "Fuck, stay away my from six game parlay. Stay away from the AFC door. It's not going to work this week." But I mean, there were me. really nothing going in the receiving game. Uh, you know, Willie Sneed at 61 yards, Hayden Hurst, 39 yards, Seth Roberts, 36 yards, but really not much to speak of in yeah. in that game. Pretty interesting. The defense was terrible. I don't think the Browns even expected that. Yeah, I mean, Earl their Th- fans didn't expect no, that. No, I mean, Earl Thomas, six total tackles in a game where they gave up 40 points. That is pretty, pretty piss poor. Yeah. Uh, I think the Ravens, they're just going to be inconsistent until they figure out who they really are yeah. because they're in a identity crisis mm-hmm. this year i agree with you 100 percent, ben what's next up another shocking game <laughs> this was this one. is the, this is why we tried to finish up the nfl news a little early because there yeah. were a lot of crazy but crazy games in week four the raiders I and mean, we talked about them last week and you said they might not win another game this season i remember yeah. you saying that yeah and it looked that bad that they might not win a game but they go into indianapolis and they beat the colts 31 to 24 I mean, they just jumped on him in that game. Yeah, I mean, after and after it looked like in you know the first uh, first season or first couple games of the year, no luck, no problem. Yeah, uh, you know that the Colts would be fine. They had to put together the, thought, you know a great team. I think team. we all chose the Colts. And yeah, and and I mean, Derek Carr, you gave up twenty one to thirty one, one hundred eighty yard, one hundred eighty nine yards and two TDs to Derek Carr. Trevor Davis with a touchdown. I mean, I, they looked really. Really good. I mean, they, yeah. they moved the ball really well on the ground in that game. The Colts constantly gave the Raiders good field position, or the Raiders' defense gave mm-hmm. uh, themselves good field position. Uh, you know, Jacoby Brissett, 24 of 46, uh, damn near 50% completion at, completion percentage, three TDs, count them, <laughs> and one interception. Uh, Marlon Mack got absolutely nothing going in that game, 11 for 39 for three and a half yards, uh, no TDs on the ground, uh, and TDs only from Eric Ebron, uh, Detroit Lions cast off, and Chester Rogers. Uh, just a complete turnaround in in uh, Indianapolis, and the Raiders look like they might they might have something. Maybe they're turning things around. Maybe uh, Gruden figured something out over there. That's pretty shocking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we all chose. Yeah, it was. yeah we all chose. I think the so. Just be, the Raiders were playing terrible, but they turned it around. What do you know? They got rid of two complete scumbags, and, <laughs> and now they're playing well. I wish that were true for the Steelers. Next up, we have another game that was very close. Uh, watch this one, too. 16-10, Patriots over the Bills in Buffalo. Buffalo had so many chances in that game. I know. Their a- defense played so well. Played better than the Patriots yeah. defense, I think. You know, uh, Josh Allen didn't play spectacular, no. but Barkley was even worse, which is not shocking. That's why yeah, he's a backup. I mean, it was. A, I mean, and it was a dirty hit uh, by uh, the by the. I can't remember who the Patriots safety or linebacker was that hit uh, Josh Allen, but it, it was an unnecessary hit. It was it was completely unnecessary, and, and there was, I think, a fine 
for that hit. But when they knocked Josh Allen out of the game, the Bills still hung tough. They did. They did. In the I game, mean, and Allen did it's... throw a, a pretty poor set of interceptions, three interceptions in that game, but they were still in the game. Yeah, I, I think if Josh Allen remained in the game, they may have won because Barkley just did not no, look that comfortable. Tip, that tip ball for an interception, I mean, that – that was ugly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you got to either throw it away. I mean, even taking a sack there would have been would have yeah. been preferable to what he did with that ball. Because they 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 kept on getting the ball back. You know, every, yeah. every time they're driving down the field, you think, okay, this this there can be a, a a few receptions here, maybe a you know a couple more first downs. You know, get a score here, and then every time they got the ball back, you know, it wouldn't be a three and out, but they would move it and just ah, the Patriots. Their defense looks really good though this year. I mean, the Patriots yeah. have the best defense in the league right now, and that's pretty scary. Yeah. But the Bills though, their defense and, and the it's, way they're playing, it's, I think it's as good as the Patriots, or potentially. I mean, it's it's up there with the Patriots yeah. and the and the Bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Tom Brady, eighteen for thirty nine. Yeah, not a great game. Less for him. than fifty. Probably, worst was, game of his yeah of his career probably of his yeah. career. One hundred and fifty yards, one interception, zero. Count them. TDs <laughs> don't count them, uh, and they win. The game. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing really to speak of on the ground or in the air in that game. It's just a, the Bills really, I mean, if, if Allen doesn't get knocked out of that game. Mm-hmm. They, they may have had a chance. You know, uh, no, he didn't play great, but uh, he's still better than, uh, than Barkley. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Jonathan Jones mm-hmm. uh, who put the hit on, on Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was a pretty, it was a pretty nasty hit. I'm surprised that he's going to play this week, although I think, I think he is. Next game, Ben. Panthers, Texans, sixteen ten. Another for the Barn Panthers. <laughs> what did you think about that game? I didn't really watch this game. Uh, you know, I, um, Watson didn't have a great game. No, I watched bits and pieces of it. I mm-hmm. mean, again, the same with with the Titans and the Ravens. I mean, the the, the Texans are just inconsistent in their play. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should not have lost this game, even though Kyle Allen is playing uh, lights out for. For Carolina, Deshaun Watson, like you said, terrible game. Twenty-one of thirty-three, one hundred sixty yards, no TDs, no interceptions. Uh, they just played inconsistently on offense. I mean, the defense kept them in this game. If they were able to put up some more points, they would have come away with a fairly easy win. Uh, but Kyle Allen again, twenty-four of thirty-four, two hundred thirty-two yards, played great. Didn't throw any touchdowns, but also didn't throw any interceptions, and even McCaffrey was not particularly good in this game. 93 yards on 27 carries for a 3.4-yard average, and one, count them, one TD, uh, not a particularly stellar game by his standards, by McCaffrey's standards, because he was playing amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think the Texans, again, also inconsistent. I mean, the, the the AFC is far more inconsistent than I expected this year. I thought the Texans would run away with this division Yeah. after after luck went you down. Know, and Foles goes down, luck goes down, you know, uh the uh, Titans are, are are playing inconsistent. So you'd think that, like you said, they'd run away with this division, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Yeah, that's going to be very. That's like the the, the AFC uh, North right there. <laughs> yeah, and Kyle Allen might, and uh, actually Kyle Allen, uh, Nick Foles might not play when he gets back. Yeah, well, uh, next year. I mean, this kid. I mean, if he, I know it's early. It's only four games. And, yeah, and Gardner Minshew may completely stink it up later this year. But the way he's playing right now, Impressive. of all of the quarterbacks that have come in. Uh, to replace the starters or the you know the folks that were cemented starters, he's playing the best. Yeah, I he mean is. he's playing really really well, and that's with Jalen Ramsey with his phantom injuries. <laughs> and uh, you know Diggs wants to complain about you know Kirk Cousins, but DeAndre Hopkins he hasn't done yeah. much this year. 
No, he's I mean, how can he? His, his, his quarterback's running for his life. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense is on the field too much, even though the defense is playing well. Uh, you know, I mean, Hopkins could complain. Heck, uh, what's his name down in New Orleans could be complaining. The ball's not actually coming out the way uh, to, is it Thomas? Yeah, Michael uh, Thomas. Man, Michael Thomas down in New Orleans not getting the kind of receptions. Well, it's Bridgewater right now as quarterback, so that's not right, shocking. Right, but I mean, it, but exactly. You know, but Deshaun Watson is the starter there. You know, Deshaun Watson yeah, started. We don't, we don't, we don't, I mean, if it was Drew Brees, I'm sure Michael Thomas would, you know, be the receiver that, you know, we've seen the last couple of years because, you know, Drew Brees is an amazing quarterback. But DeAndre Hopkins, that's, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, um, uh, Deshaun Watson, that's their starting quarterback, and he's not getting the ball out. Yeah. To the best, I mean, I don't know what he could do. Arguably the best receiver in the league. Yeah. I mean, their offensive line is, is, it's really, really bad. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the Seattle's have the greatest uh, offensive line well, either. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, but that's why you don't talk about Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson in the same sentence. I yeah. mean, Russell Wilson is elite level. Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, you know, he's up there with those guys. That's true. That's true. You're right, Ben. Carson Wentz. Up, yeah, there with, I, up there with those guys? I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Uh, Carson, uh, Carson, if you're listening, I hope you play better this week, please, for me. <laughs> What's next Thank up? Thank you, Carson. Next, next up, Ben. Well, this is not a shocking win. Chargers over Dolphins, 30-10. to 10. Dolphins are terrible. Everybody knows that. It's like a high school team out there. I don't even know why they continue playing. Yeah, I can't believe they you know, didn't beat them worse. They're just putting players you know, at risk yeah. of getting injured whenever they play the Dolphins. And they have Gordon. I think Melvin Gordon will be playing this week. Uh, it didn't play for the Chargers this past week. Yeah, but Eckler, Eckler looks yeah, good. They both look good. I mean, both yeah. of their backups look good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but so not that, much to talk about right there no. because it's the Dolphins. So but the next game. Yeah, <laughs> the next game. Wow, what the hell happened there, Franny? Fifty-five <laughs> to forty, Bucks over Rams. What happened? I. I don't know. Uh, Forty. Uh, you put up fifty-five points on arguably, allegedly, the best off or the best defensive uh, line next to the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah, out I mean, there. Yeah. Um. I, I. I mean that that game. It was twenty-one nothing, wasn't it? it? Was it was like yeah. twenty-one nothing at one point? You know the Rams made a run at it. Um. You know. Uh. Dominican Sue. Sue. <laughs> yeah. It was twenty. I mean the Rams came back and put up seventeen points in the second. With that, quarter. you know, sack fumble to basically ice the game. It was nice uh, to see him do that, though. Yeah. As a journeyman, yeah, I'm, I'm sure was he like, was happy. Yeah. He was happy to do it to his former team there. Um, but no, you got to give it to the Bucks to come into L.A. where there are some fans. There are there are some fans. I don't know where the hell there they came some, from. There's some people that, yeah. that go to the games. They park their cars. And but I was, I was seventy-five dollars to park it. I wish. I mean, all these games. I mean, you know, I chose. You know the Rams. Oh, we all yeah. chose the yeah. Rams. Come on! I chose the Rams. I chose the Colts. I chose the Ravens. You know, I chose. Um, okay, that was it. But those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, every every game went the wrong way. Road dogs, baby. I mean, Road dogs. Week four was a crazy week, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Yeah. And 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 we can also talk about the Thursday night game since we're on the subject right now with the Rams losing to to uh, the Seahawks. So that's two losses in a row. Only the second time that's happened under Sean McVay. So the Rams they have some issues. You yeah, know I mean, that's that's in in this division. You know, you have a, a the four and one Seahawks now. You have a three and 49 49ers team. You know, the Rams they have to figure some things out. Yeah, I mean they they played better. I uh, mean, obviously, I think the Rams. I mean, they played better in the game against the Seahawks. It looks like McVay had you know gotten himself together. They looked better. Excuse me, somewhat. 
and probably should have won that game. I mean, it was a 40, 45, 48-yard kick at the end of that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Pete Carroll not going for it on fourth down in the first half, you know, whatever it was, fourth and fourth and a yard mm-hmm. in the second quarter with, you know, I think it was a 40-plus yard field goal from there that the kicker then went on to miss. Mm-hmm. I think he really played too conservatively in that game. Yeah, uh, You can't just – Always expect to pull a rabbit out of the hat if you're Pete Carroll, although he does seem to always Every do season. that. Yeah. Uh, they really should have lost that game. The Seahawks should have yeah, lost even, that game. Even after that, uh, the amazing interception that in, in real time didn't look like an interception. They went to the replay. That That's uh, the third down play. You know, they should have run. It was third and one, right? I mean, it was, yeah. it was, it was third and one. Yeah. They threw the ball twice, I think, on that, on that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah and, and I don't know why you just don't run the ball. Carson was running the ball. I mean, I, uh, probably the best he has all season, and they don't go, you know, just to pick up that one or two yards, whatever it was, you know, sort of ice the game. You know, they Ridic- go. For I mean, that was a ridiculous play call. Yeah, I, I don't know what they were doing right call. there. I mean, it was a great interception. I mean, Sonia's. I mean, for Sonia fans out there, yeah, I can tell you, she was running around the house like, "Don't celebrate! Why are you celebrating? <laughs> Sit down!" Uh, I can't remember who was it that uh, that made that pick at the end of the game. Uh, but she ran off to the other room. She's like, "They're celebrating too early. They're celebrating yeah. too early. This is not going to end well." Uh, it was a huge it, play, but, yeah. and it should have been over at that point. But, uh, but you know, the, Seahawks, the Seahawks gave him another chance uh, because of the the terrible play calls by by Pete Carroll. Yeah, I mean, he did not look good in that game. I mean, you got to. I mean, it, it was it was an ugly display uh, by Pete Carroll. But luckily, his team was able to bail him out. But Jared Goff, I mean, he he played okay. Mm-hmm. Twenty nine for forty nine, three hundred ninety five yards, one TD, one huge interception. But Gurley balled out in this game. Uh, two huge touchdowns for them. Uh, Cooper Cup again looks spectacular. He's really a wiry, uh, rangy receiver who have people have a hard time getting their hands on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Seahawks, you know, they were able to pull it out at the end. Wilson, not a, I mean, he didn't throw the ball too much. Uh, only 23 attempts for 268 yards and four count them four touchdowns in that game. Amazing catch uh, by Lockett. No, also. T- yeah, amazing catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, no touchdowns on the ground. Lockett with a TD. Metcalf with a TD. David Moore with a TD. And Chris Carson with a receiving TD with Russell Wilson on my bench this weekend. My fantasy team against Frank. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Ben, for keeping him on the bench. I thought Lamar Jackson would have a good game against Tampa. Oh. I mean, Wilson's playing the Rams. <laughs> I mean, it's just I did a I did a cost benefit analysis of you know who was likely to put up better numbers you know against against Aaron Donald or against the Tampa Bay Bucks. I thought okay, I'll take I'll take the Bucks. Uh, yeah, but that but, was Sonia was thrilled thrilled uh, to get that win. Yeah, but credit to the Bucks though against the Rams though. Huge. I mean, Huge. two straight losses for the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Next up, Ben. We just talked about the Seahawks, but we'll talk about them again. Because they played Thursday, they also played on Sunday. They played the Cardinals, twenty-seven ten. That wasn't a shocking uh, result. Um, we all expected uh, the Seahawks to win that game. Not much to talk about there, um, unless you have something to add. No, no, no. yeah. It's the Cardinals. They they don't have the talent. Yeah, uh, they have a young they have a young young quarterback, uh, first year head coach, and they don't have a ton of talent on that team on either side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fitzy just keeps putting up, you know, putting up yards wherever. Uh, whatever quarterback he's playing with, but but there's not much to add about the the sorry state of affairs for the Cardinals. It's always good to have a, a Cardinals in your division. Yeah. So Sonia is excited. Two wins in a row. Was it two or three? Two wins in a row for yeah. the Seahawks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're at four and one. And next up, Ben, we have the Vikings and the Bears. The Bears pull it out, sixteen to six. 
And that Diggs, Diggs wants out. That yeah, Diggs wants out. I want out. Uh, this was a spectacular game by Kirk Cousins, 27 <laughs> of 36 for 233 yards, no TDs, no interceptions for Friday's second or third favorite quarterback in the league. That is not true. Delvin Cook, 14, 14 carries for 35 huge yards, a 2.5 yard per carry average, and one touchdown. Uh, Diggs ended up with 100. Diggs had 108 yards in that game, but no touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And that is the currency of the wide receiver. Uh, the Bears didn't play that well either, but they were able to get the win after Trubisky got knocked out of that game. Chase Daniels was Chase. I, I want to always add an S to that. <laughs> Chase Daniel was 22 of 30 for 195 yards and one count it one TD. Uh, what say you about the the uh, the Bears and the Vikings? Like I said earlier, I mean their their defense, uh, the Bears defense, um, it's looking good. It's getting better. They're getting better, and, uh, and they're three and one under your uh, the quarterback who you think is worse than Chase Daniel. <laughs> you you think Trubisky? I think he's better is, than Chase Daniel. I don't know. I think they're both pretty bad, but you know, I mean, you know, the way they're finding their success is through their defense. You know, and and you know, it was the same way last season. They won despite the play of Trubisky. They're going to win this year the same way, despite the terrible play of whoever's out there at quarterback. I mean, the Bears just can't seem. In the history of their franchise, they've never had a really good quarterback. It's always been their defense that has always bailed them out. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they got Jim McMahon to a Super Bowl, who was not, let's face it, not a particularly good quarterback. They got sexy Rexy Rex Grossman yeah. to a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, same thing in Baltimore. Lost, you but, had yeah. uh, Trent Dilfer get to a Super Bowl. You had Joe Flacco get to a Super Bowl. Uh, defense can get you there, but it's difficult to win. At least uh, uh, Ravens were able to win. Uh, one of those Super Bowls, uh, whereas Chicago also was able to win the one. But that team was that team was stacked from top to bottom. And next up, Ben Minshew and his Jacksonville Jaguars over the Broncos, 26-24. Huge comeback in that game. Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty amazing game. We watched bits and pieces of that game. Uh, I think Vic Fangio is cursed. Uh, I don't know what he did on the flight to uh, to to Denver when he took that job, but they can't seem to get out of their own way over there. Uh, Flacco, 22 of 38, 303 yards, count them, three TDs and one huge interception in that game. The Broncos just cannot seem to get out of their own way. Gardner Minshew, 19, this is efficiency, 19 of 33 for 213 yards, Two count them two TDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, I mean, they really spread the ball around. Uh, Leonard Fournette had 225 yards rushing in that game on 29 carries. Uh, D.D. Westbrook 66 yards, and James O'Shaughnessy, Boddington, <laughs> was able to to get them a TD on an 18 yard reception. Uh, I think that uh, Jacksonville is, you know, they are what we thought they could be under. Nick Foles, not as bad as we thought they would be uh, when Nick Foles went down. Yeah. Uh, what I do mean, you think it, about Denver? I mean, Denver is just imploding. Yeah, I mean, 0-4 right now. I mean, they have, they have no chance uh, in in that division. Joe Flacco. I mean, he looks pretty decent. But, um, now, I mean, they're just not a very good football team. But the Jaguars, though, you know, Fournette can get that kind of production. Maybe not that kind of production. That was a really good I'll game for him. I'll take that kind of production every but, week. But, uh, you know, if, if, he can, if he can continue to rush the ball well, if Minshew can continue to work the pocket and find his receivers, and if their defense also continues to play the way they have, 
uh, they can possibly win that division because nobody in that Lots division. Of- yeah, exactly. And they're they're all kind of giving it away. Well, not Jacksonville, but <laughs> as far as the the Titans and uh, and and Houston, you know, they don't want it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm shocked. I mean, I really when Foles went down, I thought, ugh. Yeah. I mean, not that I'm rooting for Jacksonville, uh, but I was rooting for for Foles to have a decent season mm-hmm. uh, down there. I'm kind of rooting for Minshew now. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's he's becoming sort of an urban legend now. Well, I mean, but he's playing. The memes really, are great. He's playing really, really well this year. Uh, the memes. I haven't seen the Gardner Minshew memes. Oh, are, there a, are there a lot of memes oh, out there? Oh yeah, oh, with, yeah. with the mustache. Yeah, <laughs> there's some good ones out there. All right, is it? It's not safe for work. I'm guessing. Yeah, they are. Oh, but, they are. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they're 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 hilarious, and and he he seems like the right guy yeah, for yeah, that yeah. team in Florida. You can you couldn't pick a better character. Yeah. You know, if you were if you made a movie about a team in, in Florida, Florida, the dirty dirty and the dirty as you dirty. Like to call him. Oh, sorry, we don't do our new listener shoutouts yeah. anymore. I haven't said dirty dirty in a yeah. while. But he he's like the perfect guy for that team. After that Foles injury, but uh, good for the Jaguars. They won that game, and I thought they would win it more easily than they did. 26-24, they had to come back, but uh, good for them. I'm happy for them. But I'm happy for Mitchu. But the Broncos are just hmm. imploding. Yeah, and their defense, which has kept them afloat for so many years, yeah. their defense is uh, playing at historically terrible yeah. levels right now. I mean, I think they right have now. one sack on the year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Don Miller doesn't have, I don't think he has any I think sacks. He, did he get one? Or this, he got one this I think past he got week? one. That was their first one, and it took four games to get that sack. But he and Chubb have not, you know, they just haven't been able uh, to get to the quarterback and get any pressure. Even, even, I mean, Flacco didn't have much pressure on him throughout the game. Fortunately for uh, the Jaguars, they're playing, you know, mm-hmm. Joe Flacco. So it doesn't yeah. matter how much pressure you put on him. He's still not going to get the ball out uh, where it needs to go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty sad what's going on in Denver. John Elway will, you know, because he's John Elway, will continue to keep his job as uh, vice president and general manager. But he he doesn't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He clearly yeah. doesn't know no, what he's doing. He, he really does not. And uh, next up, Ben, and you've said that multiple times, by the way, and you were completely right. Next up, Cowboys and oh, Saints. This, your, uh, this must have been your second favorite game of the week. Oh man! After the Eagles win, you know, I mean. Cowboys loss. Our thirst impressions, um, and this was one of my thirst impressions. Once Drew Brees went out for, you know, whatever, four or six weeks, I'm not sure how long he will be out, I thought the Saints were done. I didn't think they would win a game until Drew Brees came back. And they haven't lost a game since. They have not lost a game. (laughs) And their defense, their defense looks excellent. And that's not a hallmark of a Sean Payton team. And the Cowboys finally played a good team and they lost. Yeah, I mean three and one the Cowboys, three and one the Saints. Uh, Dak Prescott, oh, this is music to Franny's ears. Twenty-two of thirty-three for two hundred and twenty-three yards. Don't count them. Zero TDs and count it. One interception in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, played pretty poorly in that game. Elliott, a huge thirty-five yards on eighteen carries for a one point nine yard per average. Uh, Jason Witten, four catches. 50 yards, no touchdowns from any of the receivers on that team. It was a pretty, pretty sad display all the way around. Uh, I am shocked. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, 23 of 30 for 193 yards, no TDs, and an interception. Didn't play great, uh, but didn't play poorly either. But Kamara had another good game, 17 for 69 for 4.1 yards. Uh, Taysom Hill did not throw a pass in that game, uh, although he did carry the ball twice uh, for 16 
yards. I mean, looking at the, if you look at the box score for this game, it's a pretty pathetic box score. Uh, Marcus Williams ended up with the only touchdown, I believe, for or not Marcus Williams, it was uh, Teddy Bridgewater had the only touchdown uh, for the Saints in that game. But this has got to be good news for you. They played uh, not a great Saints team, uh, but a, a team without their quarterback, a team that didn't play particularly well overall. The defense, as you mentioned, uh, played spectacular. Yeah, but they, they lost to a team that all they had to do was put up 13 points to beat. 12. Well, they put up 13, well, 13 points, they would have won the game. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. So they, they really didn't, they, I mean, two touchdowns. Oh, I mean, the won, Cowboys. Yeah, 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 the Cowboys yeah. would have won oh, I thought meant the Saints scored 13. I, I didn't know if you were looking at the at the score right there. Um, but I love that game. I mean, it was, it, was a fun, it was a fun defensive game uh, to watch. What? Yes, and uh, I already poured my shot right here because. Uh, I'll do one ben, with you. I'll do one with yeah, you. Okay, we're, okay. we're ahead of schedule, so we, yeah. don't, we won't be uh, slurring our words by the end of the show. Uh, but Frane, Frane, last year. Uh, could not sing praises from the mountaintop high enough or loud enough about the the Kansas City Chiefs versus New England Patriots game that uh, was just insane score for score for score for score. I can't remember whether it was uh, 55 to 50 or whatever, but there was a, a hundred over 100 points I think scored in that game. Yeah, I mean it was it was reminiscent of uh, the Buccaneers Rams game. This past week, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that was an enjoyable f- game to watch. But this one was enjoyable because the Cowboys lost. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so if it's a boring defensive game, it's okay as long as the Cowboys lose. If they lose and the Eagles win, you know, if if the Eagles have a boring defensive game and they win, so you know, I, I like offensive games. Don't get me wrong. I like when there's a lot of points scored. But this game, uh, you know, just you know, with Breeze being out. Butters, what's butters? We have a dog that's uh, wandering around by our ambiance. Yeah, by the fire over yeah, here. Okay, fire. he's okay now. Um, but I, I enjoyed watching this game because I didn't know what to expect. You know, with with Bridgewater, he hadn't played well. Um, but that that I mean, the Saints' defense. I mean, just imagine if they had Drew Brees. I mean, their defense didn't play this well last season. And no, they, they haven't played this well. way this well in years. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, to me, it was a shocking result. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with that. Uh, and that's why I'm picking against the Cowboys this week. <laughs> All right, Franny, so let our listeners know why it is you're taking a shot. I'm being nice enough to take it well, with you. I haven't really said anything negative about the Cowboys just yet. I'm just happy that they lost this game. That's pretty and negative. Per I'm hour. happy that you lost. I'm happy you, you're sick. I'm happy you lost your house. I'm happy you lost your job. Uh, uh, it's right I, around in those categories. Okay, but I've said a lot of positive things also about certain players on that team. So much for $40 million a year for uh, Dak Prescott. Maybe yeah. you should have signed a little bit earlier. Well, we'll see what happens this weekend. Um, but uh, yeah, per our agreement, if I say anything negative about the Cowboys or anybody else in my division, I take a shot. If Ben says anything negative about Antonio Brown, which he has multiple times, Many he times. takes a shot. Or Le'Veon Bell or anything, anybody in his division, he takes a shot. And if Sonia, who is not here tonight, if she says anything about anybody in her division, she takes a shot. And so, you know, fuck the Cowboys. And I'm going to take a shot. All right. What are we drinking here, Franny? This is Ben. We are actually out of our Jack Fire. We killed that bottle from taking multiple shots. This week, I picked up. I've never had this before. In honor of Sonia and I, I'm guessing. Yes, it is. Sonia and Ben are huge Jim Beam fans. It well, seems. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Our, our, <laughs> they just win all of our taste. Our tests. bourbon and our rye <laughs> taste test. It, Jim Beam scored very high for both Sonia and Ben, and so this is Jim Beam Fire. I've never tried it before, but let's give this a shot. Yeah, then. yeah. We were drinking the Schlevo, but you didn't say anything negative. You might as well say something negative now. All right. Fuck Antonio Brown. Thank you. I feel better now. 
looks pretty good. It's a little spicier than the Jackfire. A little spicier. It is spicier. It's got a little bit more of a kick at the end. Sweeter. Spicier and sweeter, but it's not bad. Not bad. It's not, it almost tastes honey in there. You don't get that, that peanut flavor. That's for <laughs> they sure. killed the peanut <laughs> you flavor. You don't get the peanut flavor out of that. Uh, yeah, so uh, for those of you that have listened to the show for a long time, we do, uh, as soon as we load up on five of a, br- of a brown, so five ryes, five scotches, or five um, bourbons, we mm-hmm. do a, ta- a taste test of the five most recent bourbons, uh, scotches, or ryes. And Sonia and I, in all of these taste tests, though, thus far except for the scotch, obviously, have put Jim Beam... First or second, I think, on all of our taste tests. And Friday is disgusted uh, that we can't tell not, the difference I'm between Jim disgusted. Beam and a, and, a, and a good and a good um, rye or a good It just depends bourbon. on your taste profile and your experience. That's and true, but you, it's my you, experience. Exactly. Alex, are you listening? It's my experience. <laughs> <laughs> but a huge win for the Saints. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about it in week five. It's going to be the Saints and the Bucks. That should be an exciting game. And next up, Ben. Game of the week. Monday night. Oh, I, I, I didn't even care. I didn't even. I was driving home from work for this game, for Bengals versus Steelers, and I was like, "Well, you know, if I hit traffic, oh well." Normally, I would be driving home thinking, "I, I don't want to miss the beginning of the game. I don't want to miss the beginning of the game." But I was like, "Do I really want to watch the Steelers lose to the Bengals?" Well, you could have watched on autopilot. Yeah, that's true. I could. I tried. <laughs> I tried to get it on YouTube. They wouldn't let me do it. No, in the car. I think you can. Elon watch it Musk on- is very safe. You can watch it. Oh, no, it's a Thursday night game where you can watch on Yahoo. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. let me load it on DirecTV uh-huh. uh, through the browser in the car. It wouldn't mm-hmm. let me do it. Uh, so maybe there's a workaround there. Anyone out there that knows a workaround to get the a uh, hack. A hack to get that to work. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I thought, well, if we're going to lose to the Bengals, I don't need, I'd rather just watch two quarters rather than four quarters. So I wasn't all that upset about getting home a little bit later. But I was able to see three quarters of this game, and it was spectacular uh, all the way from the second quarter all the way to the end. The Steelers put up 10 points in the second. Uh, again, another 14 points in the third and only three points in the fourth quarter. But they went on to beat the Cincinnati Bengals 3-27. to uh, Bengals at 0-4, completely imploding under Zach Taylor. Uh, everybody wants out. Andy Dalton is completely finished. Another one of Frane's. Well, wait, 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 wait. He's done. Wait, wait, He's wait. He's cooked. Before this game, before this game. He's some seared ahi. He's done. <laughs> before this game, though, Andy Dalton was pretty impressive. He was putting up some pretty good numbers, and he still doesn't oh, have. Oh, Lord. He doesn't have A.J. Green out there just yet. He's still Mason injured. Rudolph didn't have Antonio Brown out there. That's probably better. <laughs> Carson Wentz didn't have Jeffrey and. Uh, and D-Jax for a game there that they yeah, won. and they lost. Well they, they, well, they won the game without Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, but they when Alshon Jeffrey came back, he dropped the pass. But they still oh, won Lord. that game. But Andy Dalton, he was actually he was putting up some pretty good numbers. I know. I mean, I can't help. He, You're he, still finishing he really, that shot. He really likes. He really likes the the you know Andy Dalton, Kirk Cousins, Case Keenum. I mean, he has a he has a he has a type uh, <laughs> in quarterbacks that he likes. They are mediocre, uh, mediocre, it's not, it's, it's not, uh, immobile. No, they're just throwing, quarterbacks that he really likes. No, they're thrown under the bus too quickly. Dalton uh, is and, finished. He was finished five years ago. I don't even, if he left this year. I don't know that he would get a starting job next year. He would be a pretty good backup somewhere. He right? would be a pretty good backup somewhere, but you can't play with a mediocre quarterback yeah, for years he's, on end. He's had a pretty decent career, and he he started the season pretty well through three games. Well, but, let's talk about the, the Hall of Famers. Let's talk about Hall of Famer Mason Rudolph, <laughs> future <laughs> future Hall of Famer, twenty four of twenty eight, the most efficient output for a Steelers quarterback, I believe, 
ever, or at least since, since the 70s. Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, 24, 28, 229 yards and count them. Two TDs wow, in that game. Jalen Samuels. Sorry about that. We'll correct that in post. Uh, Jalen Samuels, three. Uh, three for three, actually throwing the ball for 31 yards. Uh, who He played uh, some quarterback in college as well. Connor did not have a great game, 42 yards. Jalen Samuels, 26 yards. Uh, but Jalen Samuels did contribute with a touchdown on the ground. Uh, he spread the Mason Rudolph. They played a very conservative offense. Uh, a lot of RPOs, a lot of play action, which is what I've been begging yeah, Ben Roethlisberger to do. A lot of clever plays. A lot of clever yeah, plays of by plays. the Steelers, and that's what yeah. you need with, with a rookie, with a young quarterback. Yeah. I mean, and I was happy to see that. Absolutely. A lot of misdirection uh, to try to confuse the defense and get the defense out of uh, Mason Rudolph's face. Uh, James Conner actually ended up receiving uh, eight passes for 83 yards and a touchdown, which I love to see. Deontay Johnson, uh, I think third-round draft pick last year uh, out of – it's escaping me right now, somewhere in the south, I think – uh, Deontay Johnson, uh, six catches for 77 yards and a TD. Uh, Mark Barron had a defensive touchdown. Uh, the Steelers played freaking yeah. amazing how many, how many on sacks, defense. How many sacks? They had six sacks, I believe. They had six sacks yeah. in the game. Uh, the defense looked the really defense good. defense is really coming together. I know I was criticizing them earlier in the year under But this was expected. Butler. This was expected. It's, it's a new coordinator. and, and so He's a new coordinator. No, he's, he's, we've been trying to fire him for three years now. So he's an old, he's an old coordinator, <laughs> but but we talked about this. Though. But they get and, they and, get too and, much blame and too much credit. Yeah, and and, yeah. The, and the first game of the season, you said it's something they need to work on. It seems that they have been working on it. Their defense looked really good. You know, the Bengals, we didn't expect them to be a good team, but they did have some really good performances early in the season. And the Steelers took care of business. They needed this win. And coming up, Ben, the Ravens. If you could beat them, like you said. You could be first. In the I, I, that just blows my mind. I don't know how you could be zero and three and then and then be on the cusp. Yeah. Of uh, of being in first place yeah. in your division if you win two games in a row. Yeah. That just that's just literally mind boggling. I, I was really happy for the Steelers, Ben. It's your team. You're. I mean, you're a huge Steelers fan. Uh, you know, I, I'm. I'm an. I'm an Eagles fan. And I mean, I'm sure for most people in Pennsylvania, it's kind of weird uh, to hear that I also root <laughs> for the Steelers. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's a completely different conference. You know, I mean. Uh, my dad, when he first came to this country, the Steelers were his, you know, sort of uh, uh, favorite team. And so that's why I've always kind of rooted for the Steelers. Um, so I was excited to see that they got that win. And um, uh, I got I hope to beat the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, coming up against the Ravens this week, we'll talk about it when we get to the our picks. But it was, it was a good, you know, the Steelers needed a feel-good moment uh, this year. It was, it was nice to have it come against a division opponent that was that was nice uh, and i think i think they have they have a future this season i don't know if they'll make the playoffs but they have a future this season if they can continue to be more creative as they were as Franny mm-hmm. Franny mentioned uh, more be more creative on on offense uh more short i mean tom brady has won how many super bowls too many throwing six super bowls throwing short passes uh, very you know, very precise routes. Yeah, they threw the deep ball when they had Moss and when they had uh, other receivers. But they, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not like Tom Brady is dropping back and throwing the ball fifty times a game, forty yards, thirty yards, fifty yards, sixty yards down the field on a routine basis. There's no reason why you can't win games playing a little bit more conservatively as long as you have yeah. some kind of threat over the top. But I love to see those run pass options. I love to see the play action. I love to see the misdirection. That's something that Ben Roethlisberger hates with a passion. 
yep. it was nice to see it. So, and it, it's something that you know the, the 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 Saints have done very well since Breeze has gone out. I mean, their 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 defense has clamped down. So if the Steelers can do the same thing, if their defense can play well, Rudolph doesn't have to be spectacular out there. You know, he doesn't have to throw 5,000 yards a season in order to be successful. If the defense can play well, which the Steelers are known for, you can have some success, especially in this division, too, the way it has shaped out so far. Yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, we have one of the best, if not the best, defensive fronts mm-hmm. uh, in the game. Uh, with and the Watt and Hayward bad. and Tewitt yeah. up there, we have a really good defensive front. I mean, much like the Eagles, our weaknesses the last few years have been much more in the linebacker and secondary Position. I mean, especially in the secondary, uh, you know, getting Minka Fitzpatrick, Hayden's healthy, uh, so we we should be able to to at least put something together in the secondary uh, to improve. If Bush can get better, uh, he can complement the, the. We don't have a lot of linebackers out there to complement Bush. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Mark Barron is not playing particularly well. But if we can shore up that secondary. With the defensive front and the secondary playing better, especially at safety, I think I think the Steelers could, you know, finish with a respectable record. Whether they'll go to the playoffs, doubtful. But but they sh- they could finish without having an embarrassing season, which it looked like they were on the on the road to at zero and three. All right, Friday. What's next up? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our shout out. Oh, we're done with the games. Uh, yes, we are. We're oh, yeah, we are game. done with the games. We are done with the games. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, we will be right back with our shout-outs to our fellow podcasters. Sit tight, everybody. All right, Ben, and you're going to make a few shout-outs to our fellow podcasters out there. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, people, 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 we have a lot of independent NFL podcasters out there uh, You know, looking to break in to the NFL business uh, in terms of media and podcasting. We have uh, CBS and NFL and uh, ESPN and Ringer and a lot of uh, you know larger organizations that are podcasting every week about the league, and we really want to support mm-hmm. our fellow independent podcasters who have a lot to say and really love the game, who don't do it uh, for a job, they don't do it for a lot of money, uh, they just do it like we do because we love the game yeah. and we love to talk about Let, football. Let's, let's hear from somebody that's not a former cowboy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so shout out to the Full Ten Yards Podcast, another football podcast from across the pond hosted by tim monk lee wakefield and rob grimwood this podcast looks at everything from the latest news in the nfl including fantasy football brit ball and everything in between this is an awesome awesome nfl podcast with an accent uh from where sonia is this is in honor of sonia uh a podcast from across the pond you can find them on apple Podcasts. look for the link in the show notes you can find them on twitter at full 10 yards this is a great show Please, please, please check it out. We have another shout-out, a shout-out to the Blitz podcast. The Blitz is a podcast where your host, Jacob Etchings, will dive deep into the world of football and the NFL. He does game recaps, reactions, interviews, big news from around the week that was, as well as looking ahead, uh, plus lots of laughs and much, much more. Join him every Friday on your way to work, school, or whatever you're up to for The Blitz you can look it for them on the link in the show notes, or you can look for them on at Blitz NFL on Twitter. Uh, this is a great, 
great show as well. They do uh, gambling picks uh, like we do, and they do uh, talk about, or sorry, Jacob does talk about the NFL every single week. This is a great, great show. Look for The Blitz. Friday, what's next up on the big board? It's a great name, The Blitz. Oh, it's a great name. I can't believe he got it. Yeah. (laughs) He's been at this for a while. Good for him. Good for him. So listen to the podcast. And uh, next up, Ben, on the big board, we just talked about our week four recap. Let's talk about our week five picks. Oh, we have our week five picks. Sonia, Sonia. Uh, where is where she? Where are you to write these down? <laughs> she might come back with a British accent. Uh, yeah, she might. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Boringtons. <laughs> that was terrible. She'll come back. She's that was, gonna, she'll... That was a stereotypical <laughs> like, accent right there. All right. All, all right. right. Oh, that was probably Australian. But anyways, <laughs> week five, Ben. We already talked a little, bit about, a little bit about the Rams and the Seahawks. Huge win by the Bucks. Huge win by the Seahawks. The Rams are... Absolutely. Oh, and two last two games. That's the yes. first time or second time now in the Sean McVay era. Yes, he's going to get to the microphone and say, we're not doing anything right. We're not doing anything <laughs> right. We'll fix it. We'll fix it. We got to fix it. I got to fix it. He's a fast talker. He's, he doesn't talk like that. But he's, <laughs> well, I can't do he's his a, high pitch. We got to fix it. We got to fix it. He's definitely a fast talker, but we talked a little bit about that game already. A uh, huge win for the Seahawks. I mean, it came right down to the end, but it was also because of some of the terrible calls that Pete Carroll made in that game. Oh, uh, the Seahawks probably would have ran away better, with Pete. it. Yeah, they would probably would have ran away with that game. Wouldn't have been that close if not for that, you know, that the terrible fourth and one call going for the field goal and then uh at the end of the game after that amazing interception yeah. to go for another pass play instead of just running it up the middle with Carson who was doing so great the entire game but he's got to get better uh, at that kind of stuff if yeah. he wants to take on the McVeighs and the Belichicks of the world in big big meaningful games got to get better at that Pete I know that's a lot to ask it yeah. <laughs> after you've been doing this for 40 some years uh but it's you got to get yeah. better at I that. love his enthusiasm though at, at almost oh, 70 sure. years old Jesus Christ man I mean, sure. he doesn't look like he's that old I mean, he looks like a young dude. I mean, maybe because of the enthusiasm, but uh, I mean, he's jumping around. You know, he's, he's high fiving guys. I mean, you don't, you just don't see that from you know, like Tom Coughlin. You know, for instance. I mean, Tom Coughlin is probably the same age as he is, and Tom Coughlin is sitting up in a booth right now because he probably can't move around as well. But- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, what do we got, Franny? Uh, we got the Jets and the Eagles, Ben. Ooh, the Eagles have never since the merger never lost. To the New York Jets, they are ten and zero against the Jets. What do you think? I think the Eagles are going to win that game handily. Sam Darnold they allegedly, allegedly was cleared or could be cleared to play in this game. Although he did make a comment in the media, essentially saying, "I don't want to go out there and die yeah. playing football." So I don't think he's going to play this week. No reason to. So, Not this week. Who's their, <laughs> I don't even remember who their backup is. I bo- is it Luke Falk? Is it Luke Falk? It was Trevor Simeon. Oh, Trevor, uh, he got, he got yeah. shellacked. His yeah. ankle got crushed. Yeah, that was um, pretty bad. I, is it Luke Falk? I'm not, I'm not sure who their starting quarterback is right now, and that's a good thing for the Eagles. Yes, that's not a knowing good thing who, for the Eagles. Who it is. I'm hoping that it's an it's not easy— not Gardner Minshew. I'm hoping that it's an easy game for the Eagles. Um, it, it, this this year, it has not been easy at all in any game for the Eagles. It's always been close, but hopefully this week they'll you know be up by 28 points, and I won't have to worry about it. I'll just you know, and I don't think it's gonna be on. I don't think it's gonna be televised. And unfortunately, I have Dish it Network. Is if and you, so. Yeah, it is if you uh, if you reach into your wallet. From yeah, it and I you know. Get DirecTV uh, in the know, NFL. I know, it's I, in there. I know, it's it's I know, between. It's between the receipt from the car wash <laughs> and <laughs> and the old lottery ticket. So there's some money stuffed in there somewhere. Hopefully, it won't be worth watching because the Eagles will just kick their ass, and Fair I believe enough. that the Eagles will. Also, NFL Game Pass streaming. Yeah, but that's afterward. Because you uh, can't, no, yeah, in this country, in this country, if it's NFL Game Pass, you can only watch the replays. In Europe, if you have NFL Game Pass, you can actually watch the games live. Oh, on Game Pass, you don't, you can't watch them live. No, 
That's, that's my understanding. Why would you buy? I want to watch the replays. I guess because I, uh, I can get all. Yeah, it's I all mean, like contractual shit. It's 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 crap, man. Oh, because of Directv. Yeah, because of Directv. Fucking Directv. I agree. AT and T now. Even yeah. Worse. Yeah. All right. What's next up front? Yeah, Eagles are going to win this game next easily. Up, hopefully, at home in front of the next home up, crowd. And we have so many morning games. Yes, again, so thank you, games. NFL, yeah. for screwing every bar owner, business owner, and betting establishment on earth. At least on the West Coast. Ten, ho- ten games in the morning, yeah. ten early games, two. Two, not even four like it was earlier in the year. Two games in the yeah. afternoon. After doing this podcast until the wee hours of the morning, I don't feel like getting up and going to a bar and <laughs> watching what? this game. Uh, I probably should because I don't have direct TV. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, no. I, yeah, it's 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 sad. They it's should, it's they early. Yeah, they should kind of split it up a little more evenly. I don't know why they're doing that because it, it hurts a lot of business owners yeah, as well does. as gambling. Yeah, it does. And next up, Ben, especially in Vegas, just imagine all those like people that go out there and party all night, and you have to wake up like yeah, and, yeah. And there's nothing to bet on in the afternoon. I mean, yeah. what are you you're playing Keno or something? Yeah. Betting on <laughs> betting on cricket? I don't know. What, I don't know. We what should you're... probably go to Vegas. Soon, pretty, yeah, we should do soon, the podcast yeah. from yeah. Vegas next. Uh, I don't think we would succeed. <laughs> at, well, actually, uh, the weekend uh, next weekend we have. Uh, I, I think I have that. I think I might have that Monday off for Indigenous People of P- Persons of North America Day. <laughs> that's a real thing yes it is it's like Native American Day so that, which is, which is, I just American. didn't know it existed it that does, was pretty it interesting does. in California and it should in California and next up Ben Jaguars Panthers will Minshew Mania continue yes absolutely it's it's a battle of the backups they're playing in Carolina yeah yeah they're playing in Carolina it's Kyle Allen versus Gardner Minshew Franny's fr- you know, favorite new quarterback this year I actually think that the Jaguars are going to pull this out uh, yeah. Kyle Allen is playing Good. really, really well, but Minshew is probably uh, playing better than any of these starters. Although I probably this is contradicting something I said earlier in the show. I, I think they're going to win. Yeah, I, I think also the believe are win. Jags uh, should pull off the victory. They're in my thirteen game parlay for seventy five thousand dollars. <laughs> Let's hit that. Let's hit that, Ben. And uh, next up, we got the Vikings. And the Giants, the battle of the meaningless teams. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think the Giants are going to win this game. I think Daniel Jones is going to bounce back from last week. Uh, and and the the Vikings are struggling. Uh, there's a lot of internal dissension uh, with Diggs and other players. I think the Giants are, are have turned a corner under Daniel Jones. The the players obviously believe in him, and I think the Giants are going to pull it out. That is true. I I do believe that the players do believe in. Uh, Daniels, Josh, Daniel. I, I, when he has two, Daniel when you have Jones? first, when you have two first names, it's hard to figure Jones? out. Which one is. <laughs> Jones, a first name. Yeah, it is. Jonesy. <laughs> hey, Jonesy. Hey, Jonesy. <laughs> get, get me some Boddingtons. Jonesy. No, no, not Boddingtons. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I think Kurt Cousins will turn around this oh, weekend. Lord, I think Kurt Cousins for the Cousins, first time in ten years. Kurt Cousins will have three hundred and thirty yards. <laughs> Diggs will have two touchdowns, and Thielen will have three. <laughs> Three touchdowns. 14 touchdowns. God, remember when he was with Washington and people thought he was a good quarterback? He was a good quarterback for them. Man. Look at them now. But I uh, know the Vikings, though. I think they will. They will pull out, pull it off. I, you know, I, the, think or want? I, both. A little bit of both. <laughs> a, little a little bit, bit of both. both. But I think the Vikings are good enough to knock off the Giants. Next up, we have the Falcons and the Texans. Who the hell knows? Two very inconsistent teams. I would say who and the hell knows? They're playing in Houston. I'll give it to the home team. Yeah, me I'll, too. I'll give it to the Texans because yeah. I don't know what to make of the Falcons. They, have, I mean, with the talent they have, uh, even on de- – I mean, their defense is not terrible. I mean, all of their yeah. defensive starters from last year are back, essentially, uh, and most of them are healthy. And 
they have a good receiving core, a decent running game. I'm not sure why they can't put it together. I mean, how does there. Julio Jones only have 50 yards? And again, how, how, how does that happen? Wait, shouldn't he be asking to be traded? Uh, he, well, he, he just signed a new contract. Well, yeah, too. Well, shouldn't he? Just, I mean, but he's unhappy yeah, now uh, in the moment. I mean, but, isn't that all that matters now? If uh, you're un, in the moment, you're just a I little mean, bit upset. Well, we'll see. What, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Jones. You have arguably two of the top receivers in this game. I love Julio Jones. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, DeAndre Hopkins too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. I, I'll give it. To, uh, well, who you? I'll give it to the Texans. Who you picking? I I, I pick I pick uh, the the Texans in in this one too. I mean really? only because they're the home team and the Falcons. I don't know how the hell the Eagles lost to the Falcons, uh, but you know both teams have been so inconsistent through the past uh, four games. Um, I, I give it to the Texans. All right, me too. Next up, huge battle NFC South. Uh, well, it wasn't, it wasn't a huge battle until last week. <laughs> Buccaneers. When it became a huge battle. Buccaneers and Saints. And they're playing in New Orleans. Uh, I'll take the Saints. I, t- I mean, I think that last week with the Buccaneers was an aberration. I, I think the Saints will, will continue to squeeze uh, opponents on defense, and Bridgewater and company will do enough to get the win in this game. I think only because they're playing at home. If they're playing in Tampa Bay, you know, I might choose the Bucks. But since they're playing in New Orleans, I give this one to the Saints. Uh, next up, we have the Bills and Titans, and they're playing in Tennessee. I mean, this. I mean, the reality is the real. I haven't said that in a I long said, time. Yeah, I was going to say you haven't mentioned. The, I haven't said, said that in a long, long time. time. This should be the Bills game. The Bills just about beat the Patriots last week. They've been playing really well. If Josh Allen can play in this game. Uh, I think they'll win the game. If Barkley plays, I, I give it to the Titans. This is a uh, it's a tough one. I mean, we we we've seen the Titans play very well at times. We've seen them play horribly, uh, but they're playing at home. I, I it's me a it's me a low scoring game. Bills over Titans fourteen thirteen. All right. Wow, really? Oh, that's All right. right. Take the under, folks. It's sexy. <laughs> the under feels good. Next up, two horrible teams. We have the Cardinals and the Bengals. Ugh. Playing in Cincinnati. Is that a game that's happening? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. All right. That's a game that's happening. Uh, Cardinals terrible with allegedly a, a good quarterback and a, a coach who couldn't hold down a job in college. Uh, I'm gonna go, I have to go with the Cardinals in that game. You know, I, actually, I actually think the Cardinals might win it by a, by a bunch. I think the Bengals will win this game. Oh my God! Really? Andy Dalton. Why? Andy Dalton. Oh, Andy Dalton. <laughs> okay, so so far Kirk Cousins is going to win. Andy Dalton is going. Oh no, you did pick against Matt Ryan. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all of your all of your your beloved quarterbacks, except for Matt Ryan, have been picked this week. I, I think the Bengals will win this game only because Why? they're playing at home. They're playing at home, and I I think Andy Dalton will turn around. All those crazy fans in Paul Brown Stadium. Exactly. Oh Bengals. no, Paul Brown, wrong team. Yeah, wrong team. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. that's Cleveland. <laughs> But I, the Bengals, uh, I believe, will win this game. Okay. They're both pretty bad teams. They're not, they're not going anywhere, but if I had to choose, I would choose the Bengals. And I am choosing the Bengals. I'll choose the team that's on the way up rather than the team that's They lost one game in the gutter. to you guys. I mean, terrible, but they've been in every single game. They've lost every game, but they've been in every single game except against the Steelers. Uh, yeah, I mean, they were in the game against the Seahawks, too. Yeah, and, and against the Niners. Yeah. And against the Niners, too. They were in that game. Well, the nine, that was early, though, against that, the Niners. It's still early. It's still early in the season. Yeah, that was, like, really early. Yeah. That was, like, <laughs> I don't got a punch in yet early. 
I still think they'll win. Next up, Ben, we have the Patriots and the Redskins. This was pretty easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not going to take the Redskins? If Case nope. Keenum starts, you're going to take them? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Patriots all the way in this one. Yeah, I'll take the Patriots. Whatever the sum. I mean, we'll get to the betting corner. The spread's probably like 16 or 17 in this game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Patriots. I don't know. Is this also another game that should not be on the schedule? This yeah, should be in yeah. the afternoon. Yeah. This should be, or this, yeah, this should, it should be in the be afternoon. On at all. <laughs> this should just forfeit the game. It should be blacked, the out, blacked out in, in both, in every every place except for New England and, and Washington. Every, well, they shouldn't be subjected to it. It should be blacked out. Yep. I agree with you completely. Next up, Ben, your beloved Steelers. Oh, I, well, I mean, I would have picked at home week. in Pittsburgh against the Ravens. I'm taking the Steelers. Uh, the Ravens are too inconsistent on defense, and the Steelers have given me some hope on mm-hmm. offense in the, by the you know by and the fact defense. that they've been willing to change. But yeah, but, uh, fair enough. Uh, but the offense was so bad. I think the Steelers can can win this game. I'll be shocked if it's not twenty-eight to seventeen. Steelers. I also uh, because the Steelers are playing at home. I give this one to the Steelers. I All right. They should come out and win that game. Go, Mason, uh, go. Next up, the Bears and the Raiders playing in London. That, that, that was terrible. <laughs> playing London. No, that's Australian. That, that, I, think, I can't I, do I, it. I think I did an Irish one. But uh, <laughs> well, I think Bears, Raiders, Irish. early in the morning. Ay, 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 ay. I'd, I'd say the, the oh, Bears. Bears. Wait. It's at 10 o'clock in the morning. At, they must be playing late over there. That must mean the game is starting like six or seven in the evening over there. Yeah, is it ten a.m.? Is it really? Yeah, they must be playing super they're, early, they're, super late. They're playing in England, right? Yeah, they're playing super late then. Hmm. Must Interesting. Be six or seven o'clock. Usually they kick off in the yeah, afternoon. They, I mean, it's usually six o'clock in the morning. I mean, the last uh, you know, if you uh, England games have been six o'clock in the morning yeah. here on the West Coast. I think they're playing in. I Unless they must be playing at night. Yeah. A little night game in Tottenham. It, it, Tottenham. It, it, Interesting. Tottenham. What's the name of the stadium? I don't know. Hotspur plays there. I don't know. Well, you're the but, soccer guy. Yeah. Well, Tottenham the plays there. <laughs> but uh, the Bears, the Bears. Uh, oh I'd yeah. Say the, when this oh, this. One. Uh, let me think oh, about this one for a minute. Yeah. The Raiders. They, they, yeah. uh, they showed up against Indianapolis. So without without Trubisky in this game, I will take the Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to win this game. Without Trubisky, I pick the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Jay, uh, we talked about this earlier, but. Yeah, I think I think strangely enough, Gruden might have might have might have caught lightning in a bottle a little bit, at least for some you know two or three or four game stretch here. I I I think the Raiders are going to win. You do not believe? Me. I don't agree. With He's you. looking at me with this very disappointed, disappointed. Uh, Next up, sarcastic grin. <laughs> Broncos Chargers division game. Chargers playing in L.A. And I also choose the Chargers. Next up, they're cursed. Packers, Cowboys. Oh, here you go. Take it away, Franny. I'm going to kick back and put my feet up. Dallas. You know this is this is a tough one. Uh, but I'm going to have to go with. Uh, oh. Uh, it's kind of tough. It's kind of tough only because the Dallas. I mean, the Cowboys are are they're, they're playing at home. Yeah, that great home field advantage that they have down there. Yeah, it's true too. It's a very personal stadium. Yeah. It's very has a. Very personal touch. You're very close to the field. You're very close to the fans and close to the field. If you're not in the club. There's nothing else to do there. At the stadium. Other than watch the game. Uh, I'm going to go with with the Packers winning a very close game. Shocking. (laughs) I am also going to go uh, with the Pack. 
Actually, I don't know. Oh, so you you made it sound like I had a very easy choice, and all of a sudden I don't know. I don't know. I can't. This is this is a little bit of a harder game to pick. Oh. Uh huh. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. With the Cowboys, what? and the reason for that is that the the Packers have it's clear under Matt Lafleur that they are not going to change. Their offense. Uh, throwing the ball four times in a row at the goal line is proof positive that Aaron Rodgers runs this offense regardless of who the head coach is. And Aaron Rodgers is probably one of the best quarterbacks ever to play the game in the history of the league, dating back to the early part of the 19th or 20th century. But he is one of the worst, if not the worst, offensive coordinator also in the history of <laughs> the league. Uh, so not taking direction from from the head coach and from his offensive coordinator, I think is something that has become apparent this year. That goal line stand was absolutely ridiculous uh, last week. Twice. So I I, I don't want to do it to Franny. I think that the Packers can win this game if they play smart, but I'm afraid that Aaron Rodgers can't bring himself to do that. Too clever by half. Cowboys by a touchdown. We shall see. Next up, Ben, Colts, Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, I also choose the Chiefs. They're playing in Kansas City. Um, you know, last week it was a close game. The Lions, I think, are better than most people think they are. Um, and after, you know, the, the Colts laid that egg against the Raiders, I just don't see them in Kansas City winning this game. I think the Chiefs would run away with this game pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, you know another reason to love this podcast? And listen to this podcast, folks, because you know what we are not going to talk about tonight? It's something I heard on ESPN, NFL Network, CBS, as well as Fox Sports. We are not going to talk about whether Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, no. that is not something we're going to talk about. That's not. We're not going to get down in that ridiculousness that I ha- I literally heard that on a prime time ESPN program. Whether Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback ever? <laughs> He's 18 games into his career right now, or 20 games into his career. That is an absolutely ridiculous thing to say. He's really good. But right now he's the best quarterback <laughs> in the NFL uh, with the potential exception of Tom Brady. Um, so I'm going with the Chiefs all day and twice on Sunday. All right. They're going to win twice on Sunday. Uh, next up, <laughs> the Browns and the Niners Monday night football. What say you, Franny? That's going to be a tough one. I don't know how good the Niners really are. You know, they're a 3-0 and team. But the Browns are coming off a very impressive victory against the Ravens. Yeah. Um, but they're playing in San Francisco at the same time. AFC North going west. I'm going to pick. Sorry, Ben, but I picked the Browns in this one. You don't have one. to apologize. I'm sure. I'm shocked you're go- not going with Jimmy Garoppolo. Another one of your. He's not one of my favorites. I, I, I think the Niners paid him a lot of money for paying for playing very few games in the league. I can't remember how many games he started in New England, but it was like, not no, I think that like many. Three, four. Not many. Yeah, I mean, this not, game, not even that. I think because the because the Browns are going to the West Coast, because they're going to San Francisco, because they don't have a lot of experience playing there, because they have a young team, because they, they're fairly inconsistent thus far, playing against a terrible Baltimore defense last week. I think because the Niners are a better coach, because they have a more experienced quarterback, because they have better coordinators, I'm going to go with the Niners by... You know, three to seven, somewhere in that range. Pretty interesting. I, I I don't want. I mean, it's not because I don't like the Browns because they're in my division. I I just think 
the way the stars are aligning in this game, I'm going to go with the Niners. I think it's because you're, you're in your division <laughs> more than anything. Just like the, I chose the Packers, yeah. you're choosing the Niners. And let's talk about the Thursday night game, too. Ooh, this will be a fun one. No, it's not. Uh, it's the <laughs> Giants, the Giants, the Giants and the Pats. That's not a very uh, fun game. It could be fun. It could be fun watching the Patriots kick their ass because I think that's what's going to happen. I think the Patriots are going to easily win this game Ooh. at Foxborough. No problem. Uh, I think, I think, I think. Well, I think the Patriots are going to win this game. Yeah. But I think, given the history between these two teams, and what Eli Manning can bring to the table in terms of what he knows about the Patriots. And he's not a scumbag. He's not going to not give Daniel Jones. The guy will catch off his helmet. Just throw it up in the air. Yeah, just, yeah. just throw it up. Just throw it. Just stay in the pocket. Move four feet left, four feet right, then four feet right again, then four feet left. And just throw it up in the air. Somebody will catch it. But with those hash marks on the side, don't go anywhere near those hash marks. Uh, so. No, I think I think, I think, think the Patriots will win, but I think it could be closer than people believe. I'm not sure. I can't. Uh, don't quote me on the spread. I don't remember what the spread is in this game, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Giants covered the spread in this game. But they'll still lose. Yes, because it's the Giants or the Cowboys or <laughs> the Redskins. Did you choose any of those teams to win? I did. I chose the Redskins last week. Oh, that's true. But that yeah. doesn't even. I mean, it doesn't count to choose the Redskins. Yeah. It's like choosing the because I know they're be terrible the, the entire season. To win. <laughs> you think the Dolphins will win? Uh, I know I'm a Patriots fan, but I really think the Dolphins are going to win this game. All right, Friday, what's next? Is that all the games? Those are all the games. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our shot, our signature shot of the week. All right, we are moving into the second half of the show, the (laughs) alcohol-laden second half of the show. So hold tight for the shot of the week. the song earlier than usual uh, we played it 41 times yeah, we're pretty true. close to so it right now truck it so down a little bit i'm pretty sure some of our listeners uh know every single word of that song yeah, and if any of you, you know, have a rendition of this song yeah. that you'd like to send us <laughs> we would love to play it on the air yeah they know all the lyrics uh there's no chorus though actually there's sort of a chorus uh anyways uh tonight's shot of the week i was actually looking for a shot that we can pour some gin in ben you're a gin drinker i, I am indeed like gin myself you yeah you haven't really experienced gin i've experienced it and that's why <laughs> I don't, that's why i don't like it but you haven't experienced it over the long I had term. a very bad experience, yeah. but actually. Remember, I didn't like the Browns when we first started this but podcast. But you never had a bad experience with it. I know I had a really bad experience yeah, actually, with Southern Comfort. Yeah, but that was really bad uh, uh, whiskey, though. That, I mean, that, that's a Oh, very, Southern Comfort is terrible, yes. That, that's really bad. Do they I mean, even sell it anymore? They do. They, they do. do? Yeah, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Who drinks Southern Comfort these days? 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally hands. You know, I'm, I'm sure they all have. fours crawling into the to, <laughs> crawling into a house. You know, at a young age, and if you can't stand up at a young age, it means you had a bad experience. <laughs> so tonight's shot, we did incorporate some gin. It is our. It's it's a short island iced tea. So it's basically all the ingredients in a long island iced tea, but in a shot. So basically, let me pull up all the ingredients. Wait, right there's over. gin in a Long Island iced tea? In this one, there is. Uh, we have vodka, we have rum, we have gin, we have tequila. Basically, all oh, the I alcohol you, can, you, would never drink you can throw into it, plus some triple sec, some sweet and sour, and a little bit of Diet Coke. And you can find the images on Instagram and on Twitter. They're, they're pretty nice looking shots. I would... Uh, they look a little frightening. It looks they, good. They look. It looks, fr- it looks like a. It, it is a good looking shot, but it looks a little scary. Uh, There's the a lot appearance. of alcohol in there for sure. I'm afraid. I mean, maybe I should just light this on fire before I drink it. There's no 151. <laughs> Although it still might burn with the ingredients you just rattled off. Nah, I, I didn't put that much. Just a little bit. All right. It's only a shot. All right, so, let's do it. And it's filled to the top. It is. And, and these are some large shot right, glasses. Clink, clink. Cheers, Ben. Here we go. Let's give this a shot. Let's do it. Wow, that tastes like a Long Island iced tea. It does. It does. Illegal in Utah to this day. That tastes <laughs> good. It is actually really good. And you can taste the gin. You wow. taste that little bite of gin, yeah, though. Yeah, it's the mashed tail, right? You put the mashed yeah, tail in there? that's the one. And, Croatian and can, gin, shout out. You can definitely taste it in that shot, but that's, I think that- I the, finished it. I mean, usually I, you know, I leave The Diet bit. Coke sort of melds it out. That sweet and sour adds that little bit of sourness at the end because it's kind of sweet and then sour, and then you hit that, that gin gets you. There's that vodka and the tequila. I don't taste that at all, really. Uh, I taste a little bit of the tequila on Maybe the now I do. <laughs> Maybe uh, now I do. It's a really, I mean, folks, check this shot out on Instagram, and you'll see it on Twitter later yeah. this evening. It's a, it's a, it was a really well put together shot. The presentation was awesome. Yeah, it does taste like a Long Island iced tea. And and shout out to Tipsy Bartender. They have so many good shots. This was one of them. This was one of them. I I, I tried. To, I was going to add something different to it. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to mess uh, with with uh, with you know the the recipe. Um, so, but but I'm happy that I did it because this tastes very good. And if you're having a party or some sort of a soiree, Ooh, a and, soiree. And, and if you want a, 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 a delicious a delicious cocktail or a delicious delicious shot, um, check out Tipsy Bartender. Um, you know we're not affiliated with them in any way, but there's there are so many. I mean, there are hundreds and hundreds of drinks on there. This was one of them, and I just wanted to find one with gin. And this was one of them. We had all the ingredients for this one except for that sweet and sour. Oh, we had the ingredients, but everything else. <laughs> we have, yeah, yeah, we definitely have the ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> We've moved. We so have it was basically the sweet and multiple sour. Multiple cabinets full. Yeah, that was, that was the only thing that we were kind of missing, and that's something that we can incorporate in our future drinks. I, I probably could have added some of that squirt that we had left over. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm yeah. sure that we still one, have it. That that adds that little bit of uh, grapefruit sort that, of sour. Yeah, Zing. to it yeah that little zing. zing at the end so that would probably be pretty good with the squirt too but yeah i mean i don't think i've had a long island iced tea probably in, in 20 for, plus years forever maybe 30 years forever uh, since i've had a long island iced tea yeah but those fuck you up pretty quickly yeah they do i mean that's yeah. why they are illegal in utah <laughs> because they have too much alcohol are in they them. really yeah i thought you were just joking no they are illegal oh. in utah you cannot order a long island iced tea because it has multiple shots of alcohol i think it's a one or two shot limit in any mixed drink in Utah, at least it was last time I was there. So you could have, when was the last time you were there? Uh, a few years ago, maybe six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. So you could have separate shots of the, those shots. One at a time. Oh. 
That, what's the what's the it's, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, they, I, it's a very interesting place. That is That's pretty interesting. Just, uh, the most very beautiful, beautiful state. It is a beautiful state. With but that's some, pretty interesting. Uh, in, idiosyncrasies about their uh, moral code. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like the way this guy's a lawyer. <laughs> but it, the shot was very, very good. That was that was, that was very well worded, Ben. <laughs> well, I I don't want to be I don't want to criticize. Doesn't mean no, my not, way is a better way. No, of course yeah. not. I mean, I mean, well, here in L.A., I mean, our bars close at two a.m., whereas in New York it was at four a.m. Yeah, four so, or six, depending. Yeah. You got to be closed for two hours. So yeah. you could you know close at six, open at two, or yeah, open so, at eight. Who do you agree with? You know, so. And New York is New York, and it's the best city on earth. And Utah, I don't know if there is a city in uh, Salt Lake. I suppose is a city, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I've never been. I've never been. It's a beautiful place. That's 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 an interesting, uh, interesting law. But these shots, I didn't add that much gin. I mean, not that much vodka. It wasn't you know too strong, but you can definitely taste the alcohol. Those that was a very good shot. Um, it wasn't what I expected. I no, mean, definitely you, not. After it, after rattling off all that alcohol, I that thought was it would in be there. a little bit harsher. I thought it was like Schlievo, only not as in yeah. you know, a little bit less more flavor, but it, it was, was good. it was actually really good. Highly recommend that one. That one's really good. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beverage of the week. This week we have another rye, Ben. We've been drinking a lot of ryes on the show more than anything else. Uh, you know, every time I walk into our local liquor establishment, which is total wine and more, I always think, you know what, I'm going to get a, a cognac, I'm going to get a bourbon, and then I just walk by the rye section, I'm like, oh, fuck, did I really want that rye? <laughs> I don't, I got you hooked on the rye. You did, you did, you really did. I mean, I was, I was drinking a lot of the bourbons and all the scotches, and I didn't really drink any ryes, and it's you and also our, uh, our guest host that we had that one time, uh, Alex, who also highly recommended rye, and... Ever since drinking Rise, I always I just have an affinity for Rise now. We always go back to them, and uh, for the second or third week in a row now, we have a Rye, and this week it's Templeton Rye, aged four years. Ben, I'm sure you do have some information there. I do indeed. This is a Templeton's Rye. This is why Rye. This is a Templeton. <clears throat> when the federal government agents raided Templeton. Way back in the day, they smashed barrels and spilled whiskey. Locals standing together, stood together, determined to continue creating what Templeton's calls the good stuff. Uh, This is now nearly 100 years later. Uh, This is Templeton's rye whiskey. It's not a straight rye, it's a rye whiskey. As the original American spirit, rye whiskey has always been popular, uh, a popular American liquor. Its bold flavor, which is why I like it, is delicious alone, but is also the key ingredient in many famous cocktail recipes. Recently, rye whiskey has experienced a revival, a huge revival, especially among the hipster community. Everyone from new drinkers to seasoned connoisseurs are turning to Templeton rye. It's a smooth, spicy taste, a clean, balanced finish, and it's no wonder why they call it the good stuff. Uh, this is Templeton's Rye Whiskey. Uh, you can actually taste it. You can uh, view their distillery uh, in Templeton, Iowa. Uh, they have a bootlegger society. They have distillery tours. Uh, they have a lot to say on their website, which is uh, really interesting, actually. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, they're in Templeton, Iowa. Uh, they have uh, a lot of information that you can, that you can check out about the company. This is not a endorsement it's not a 
promotion. It's not an affiliation that we have with this particular company. We just want to give you as much background as we can before we taste this beautiful, beautiful rye. We hope that it will be uh, a good tasting rye. So Franny and I are going to check it out. Yes. Cheers, Ben. Cheers, cheers. All right. Franny's doing the uh, sniff test over there. One nostril at a time. Smells like a rye. <laughs> Actually, you know what it smells like? It smells a little bit like Jim Beam. Mm. A little bit. A little bit of nutty, I guess nutty sort of notes coming through. I mean, the website probably has its, I mean, it wasn't readily apparent, uh, the actual notes. It's very smooth. Oh, it's, oh. But also. Extremely smooth. But also but very it, spicy. At at the back of the throat, um, it hits you with uh, with spice. I mean, you get the vanilla. I taste the vanilla. You get a little bit of like banana. It's like banana honey sort of there's, flavor. I mean, maybe that's it. the Jim Beam. Where it's hitting me with the Jim. There's a little bit, like you said. There's a little sweetness to it. I could, I could, but it's very for a rye. It's very, it's smooth. It's and the finish, the finish it's extremely doesn't... smooth, actually. I mean, it's very easy, very, very easy to drink. Not a lot of harshness in the finish. Uh, it's not very complex. I mean, it's very soft on the palate. I mean, you, you, you drink it, you get a little bit of the spice, you get the vanilla flavor, the caramel. Um, I just, I mean, I like how easy it is to drink. I mean, it goes down very easily. You get those spices, a little bit of, a little bit of banana. A little bit of you, you. You get that? I get banana, or maybe, maybe not banana. It's almost a little bit more fruity than a banana. I could be wrong, of course. That's my experience. Yeah, slight, slight fruity notes to it. Not, not you know, citrusy at all. It's very sweet, very spicy, but it does not have a kick. It is, it's not harsh. It's not harsh. I mean, it's not very It's not strong. harsh at all. I mean, it's 40%. Caramel, um, caramel, uh, 80, 80 proof. <laughs> Caramelized banana. You are correct. Vanilla, cinnamon, wintergreen. The oak is subtle, leaving a honey-sweet entry on the palate that moves quick to a dry, rye grain chili flakes. That's what I tasted. And black pepper. That's what I tasted. The spice, uh, definitely. It was a gold metal... San Francisco World Spirits Tasting Winner. Just goes to show you should probably read from the Total Wine website rather than the actual <laughs> own distiller's website. And it was highly rated at Total Wine. And it was 4. on the, 4.7 out of 5, I suppose. And it was on the end cap as I was walking towards the cognac. So it's like I'm walking towards the cognac and I see this stuff. I walk to the cognac and I'm like, I don't really see anything cheap enough <laughs> is because the- cognacs are pretty freaking expensive actually so i'm like is there anything there's a theme here no direct tv is presenting itself I, folks i, I don't want to spend 80 90 100 on a highly rated cognac when i can spend around 30 dollars for a rye that's also highly rated this is a very uh yeah friday i, mean, occasionally, see, I have a- I have like, the one car. I have the Tesla. Friday has a car that he just paid off as well as a second car that he leases. It, <laughs> but yet, will. <laughs> so there's a, you know, there's a interesting dynamic there. It's it's and he doesn't drive it for the record. 
He just leases it. <laughs> I'm just handing money over. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just that's handing all, money all over doing. to the company. No, but I, you know, it's it's. I'm very happy with my choice, Ben. I'm, I'm very happy <laughs> with this because we've had cognacs. I think with the rise, the thing we like about rise is they have that little bit of bitterness. And me and you, we kind of we like the, we like, the like IPAs. We like bitterness. We like our coffee dark and bitter. We don't like sweet coffees. Uh, whereas cognac gives you that sort of fruity. And and I do want to have eventually a cognac taste test. We have I think two, maybe three cognacs right now. Um, we have multiple rides. I think we have another three, three rides right now that we have not had a taste test for. Um, but I, I think that's why me and you kind of gravitate towards rise as opposed to the cognacs. And I was thinking, I'm like, uh, do I really want a cognac or do I want this Templeton ride that was on the end cap uh, <laughs> at, at Total Wine? No, I mean, it's, it's, and the it's, spice, the more you drink it, the actual... I like this better than the one the that we had. The spice sticks with you longer. What did we have last... We had the Sagamore last week, which was also very good. You said you were getting a little bit of sourness from that. Yeah. I really like that I think one. the Sagamore... Sagamore and, and thank you, Sagamore. Uh, Sagamore Spirit. Yeah, I think Sagamore was more complex in flavor. This one is a little softer, maybe easier to drink. It goes down easily, but you don't get as much flavor from it. So it really just depends on what you prefer. Um, you know, if you want something that you can just throw back very easily as Templeton Rye is probably your, your drink, but if you want something that's more complex, I would say that Sagamore, that one was probably better for somebody that likes that sort of complex sort of flavor. Yeah, I agree. And they, uh, they actually replied to our post on Twitter or a tweet on Twitter, and they actually engaged with some of our listeners about the flavor of the, uh, the, the, the rye last week. So we're hoping that... These folks will do the same, but this is—I mean, the spice. It's good. It's good. It's spicy, but it's softer. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, this is probably I, I the kind most... of like because it is—it is only forty percent. If it was, I, it, they might have another uh, um, version of it, but but I don't forty percent. It's, it's kind of soft. I, I think the Sagmore had a high, higher alcohol, alcohol uh, content. I just don't remember one, drinking one of these ryes that you that you purchased where the spice was so pronounced mm-hmm. over the actual flavor of the rye and yeah. the alcohol that mean, the spice is to me anyway yeah no I, it's I, really overwhelming it, it definitely does not punch you in the back of the throat or you know get that sort of nasal sort of uh i don't know it clears your sinuses kind of thing yeah um I, th- this one it just goes down very smooth it's a very smooth rye probably one of the smoothest ryes that we've had so far oh on the for show. sure yeah you get the spice yeah it's like i'm spicy i think you might be drinking this instead of the ardbeg uh no I'm drinking the Arabic. I'm drinking the Arabic. And and to all our listeners out there, Ben did drink the Ardbeg last week. I did, and and probably the week before. You, I did. You, you, yeah, you, I'm not full of you, shit, man. Yeah, you know what? Next drink. Remind me. Remind me when I go to the local liquor establishment. <laughs> the local, which is to total the wine, wine and liquor bin. Total wine anymore. Let me get an Eile. Uh Okay. Yeah, I'll, I want to try. Just, a just remind one. me to get another one yeah. so we can try it. I think the Ardbeg is probably the strongest sort of peaty. Oh, it's definitely peaty. Uh, uh, it's as scotch, peaty as it gets. But um, I'm going to grab another one. And we had that one in Croatia. I can't remember what it is now. That one was also quite peaty, but not as peaty as the Ardbeg. But. Oh, no, 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 no. This is this. The Ardbeg is about as peaty as it gets. Yeah. Um, I did. Yeah, but this one, it's it's the spice is there. The alcohol is there in the beginning. But, but at the end, it's like, smooth. I'm spicy, smooth. but at the end, uh, I'm going to get you. Soft. No, I'm not going to get you. <laughs> you're all good. You're good. Nothing on the finish. You're good. 
That's exactly that's exactly what I felt. Then. Yeah, yeah. Sonia would like <laughs> that's that. That's my experience. <laughs> Sonia would like that one. I think so. All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week. We're gonna go from our shot to our brown yeah. to our beer. And we're at one hour and fifty four minutes, so we're yeah, gonna try to let's get, get through this. this. Yeah, it's Fuller's London Pride in honor of Sonia being in London this week. Ben, you have some information? Oh, there's. Oh yeah, pouring it. In. I feel like taking a piss actually. But pouring, <laughs> pouring it in. This is London. What is this? Fuller's London Pride Original Ale. Original Ale. This is an iconic ale in the United Kingdom. It's not just the iconic ale of the capital. London Pride is an all-British affair that unites a nation of beer drinkers. It's brewed with entirely homegrown hop varieties targeted for bittering and North Down, or target for bittering and North Down, Challenger and Goldings for Aroma. They capitalize hops over there, apparently. But the soul of the beer is unquestionably in the malt. And Franny knows all about malt as a experienced brewmaster himself. <laughs> Crystal malts combined with spring harvested pale ale varieties Concerto and Propino to give pride its imitable depth and balance. The brewer's notes. It's brewed to 4.1% alcohol by volume. This tawny colored premium ale borrows sweet raisin biscuit dried fruit notes from the crystal malt while fresh piney ooh piney herbs which i love in my yeah. ale last week that 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 was very that was piney. an amazing beer emanate from the hops rich smooth and elegant on the palate it draws to a clean satisfying finish with beautifully balanced bitterness it's won many awards world beer awards 2010 a gold award in 2002 from the international beer and cider challenge 2011, a silver medal from the International Beer Challenge, and in 2015, the Stockholm Beer and Whiskey Festival Award. Again, not a sponsorship, just love to taste some ales. Franny, give it a taste. Let's, let's give us a taste, Ben. You can drink out of the bottle right there. I put oh, some in Lord the glass here for me. Cheers, Ben. Let's give this British beer a try. Like most British beers, it does not live up to any of what I just said. So I'm not sure how it won all those awards. <laughs> We're determined to find a British beer that doesn't suck. So but we, we, we haven't succeeded on this one. We haven't succeeded <laughs> here, I don't think. And, and unless Sonia, you disagree. Sonia told us unless to get... Unless you disagree. No, but Sonia yeah. told us to get a beer Boddington's. from England. And Boddington's Did you guys was, invent this shit? Boddington's was crap. Boddington's was terrible. We had the Samuel Smith Imperial Style. That, that was one was actually oh, not Sam bad. Sam Smith makes some good stuff. Yeah, uh, Sam Smith. That sorry. was not bad. Sam Smith makes some good stuff. That was the best one so far that yeah. we've tried from England. And the bottle is very fancy, too. Uh, kudos uh, the to Sam the design Smith. of the bottle. But this... I, I, I don't know where they got all those flavors from. I, I taste like sort of the molasses sort of flavor. But there's absolutely almost no carbonation whatsoever. It's like a cross between a beer and a stout. With I do taste the raisin. I, I taste the raisin also. But as I was pouring it into the glass, I was you know I picked up the it's not sweet raisin, the beer no. so I can Spoiled maybe raisin. get some extra carbonation. You know, try to uh, create it myself. But there is flat. Look how flat that is. Look how flat that is. Yeah, there's literally no head. I know they'll say it took a long time to ship on the on the high seas on the Pacific <laughs> Ocean all the way to us and then around the Horn of 
around the horn, <laughs> the horn of uh, South America, or Africa. Well, because I mean, around South America going to, to get to it's us, going, right? it's going the other direction. It's going the other direction. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, it's not that good. I'm a lawyer, not a not a geography it's, major. It's it's not not that good. I want to like it, but I don't like it. Uh, they definitely see. They were we were talking earlier tonight about you know putting up a new fancy website, but clearly. It pays off because this website really makes this beer sound like it's the most spectacular beer ever. And it's a very average kind of lighter but not not so far into the into the into the deeper stout type of range. It's a fairly light ale. It's a fairly light amber yeah, ale. It needs more alcohol. It's four point one's pretty low. It's very light. Mm. I just don't taste a lot of flavor. No, it's 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 very soft. I mean, you don't you don't yeah. There's there's it's not complex it's not at all. Like I, mean, this one. I don't even know if she'd like it. Uh, maybe she would, but I mean, she, it's not crisp though. That's the thing. It's 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 not crisp it's not on the finish. Um, no, not a big fan. It's I mean, not, well, eventually uh, we'll, we'll we'll find a beer from uh, from, <laughs> from the United Kingdom, from you know Great Britain somewhere. Well, they have. Um, what did we taste last week? That was the main brewing. Company. Oh yeah, that, that was, one. Was that was good. awesome. That one was good. There was the there was the sour beer. The we, I think uh, that was from Belgium. I can't remember exactly which one oh, it was. Belgium. I mean, it, it's, it's you're on, kicking England's ass. I can yeah, tell you it, that. It, it's it's on our Instagram. That one was also very delicious. And so, if you were to rate this beer, Ben, uh, one to ten on our Thirsting Goal ranking or rating, one through ten, what would you do? What would you give this beer? I would give it a five for a beer drinker. A yeah, I'd give it a five. I, I think a, a lot of people will like it because it doesn't. It's not very complex, as you would say, and it's it doesn't yeah, but it's have not, a lot of not, flavor. It's not crisp though. That's what I don't like about it. It's it's it, has no you can flavor. Sit and and drink it's not, ten of these at the bar, watch a game. I wouldn't drink without. ten. I, w- I would start with one, <laughs> <laughs> and then move on to something else. But it's not. Yeah. You know, it's it's if this were the United States, it would be a Bud domestic. Light. It would be in the Anheuser Busch Imbev yeah. family. Yeah, I would give this a three. Just not enough flavor there for me. Wow, a three. Yeah, I'd not hate very to see good. what would get a. The you know, one would a, be Boddington's. <laughs> Boddington's? Boddington's is number one. Yeah, so Fuller's. Not number London one, but Pride, a one rating. Maybe concentrate a little bit less on owning hotels and other spa type locations and more <laughs> time on your actual uh, brewing the beer that you sell. But yeah, it's not uh, not ideal. Not ideal, yeah. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we are going to forego our quiz. We're not going to do our quiz this week. There's just not enough of us here, and I don't want to just ask one person a question. I mean, obviously, our listeners can answer them, but it's not as much fun without Sonia here or another host here with us. Fair enough. We're going to skip the quiz this week. So, Friday, what's next up on the big board after that? Ben, it is your betting Corner. All right, hold tight, everybody. We'll be right back with Ben's betting corner. And we are back with Ben's betting corner. Yes, yes, indeed, everybody. We are going to give you some fabulous, fantastic picks for this week. You know, for entertainment purposes only, of course. Monopoly money. Uh, first up. Ravens versus Steelers. I recommended this on Thursday, correct? It was Thursday this week that we put up Ben's certified picks in advance of Frane's sexy six parlay. What is it? The sexy six parlay? Or the... You named it. Yeah, what, I like what, that. I like that. What was the other one, though? 
the, Fa- the Fabulous t- Five or something like that. Franny's Fabulous Five. I but like, it's always six. I like them both. Uh, Franny's always looking to squeeze a little bit more out. Yeah. Get that six pick in there. Uh, Ravens versus Steelers take Pittsburgh plus three and a half points. I'm actually going to check the lines as we speak right now to see if it's moved since then. But I love the Steelers in that game plus 3.5 at uh, or they're playing at the Steelers. Vikings versus the Giants. I know Franny disagrees with this one, but I love the Giants in this game getting four and a half points. If the Vikings are to win this game, it will be by a field goal. So take the Giants plus four and a half points. Packers versus Cowboys. I actually changed my mind on this one since I did the certified picks. Uh, so I hope that I'm wrong on what I said earlier because my certified pick is actually the Packers plus three in this game. Uh, I had a little bit more time to digest the Cowboys since then, uh, so do with that one with you what you will. Uh, next one, Browns versus Niners. I love, love, love the Niners in this game. Niners minus four. I think the Niners are going to win this game outright by a big, big chunk against the Browns, flying all the way to the West Coast. Cardinals versus, next up, Cardinals versus Bengals. I am taking the Arizona Cardinals. are getting three points, and I think they're going to win this game outright. Uh, Friday, any comments on Ben's certified picks? Nope. All right, next up, Chicago Bears at Oakland Raiders playing across the pond. Uh, Oakland Raiders getting five and a half points. Ah, I love me some Raiders in this game. Take the Raiders. The over-under is 40 points. Also, Take the over in that game. Love the Raiders getting five and a half. Uh, next up, ugh, Cardinals at Bengals. Who cares? I don't want to bet on that game. Uh, the over-under is 47 and a half. The Bengals are favored by three. Take the Arizona Cardinals in that game. I lied. It was one of my certified picks. See? <laughs> it's been a long day over here. Uh, take the Cardinals all day and twice on Sunday. Jacksonville at Carolina. Carolina giving away. Three points at home over under is 40. I like Jacksonville in that game. I think uh, if you're going to bet on that game, take Jacksonville and the points. Next up, Vikings at the New York Giants. Again, certified pick. Next up, New England Patriots at Washington Redskins. Frane, the Redskins are getting 16 points in that game. Do the Redskins lose by 16 or more points in that game? Where are they playing again? At Washington. 16 points. Against wins. New England. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 16, <laughs> 20, 25. Could be. Uh, I just don't I don't like spreads that are that big. I, I probably should get more involved in those. Uh, but the actual, the over-under in that game is 42. I like the under in that game. I don't think the Redskins are going to score at all. Uh, could be 30 <laughs> to nothing Patriots in that game. So I'm not going to touch the spread, but I think the under in that game looks nice. New York Jets at. Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are 14-point favorites over the Jets. Friday, what say you are? The Eagles going to win by 14 points against the Sam Darnoldless Jets. I think it's possible. I mean, the Jets are that bad that I think it, it, it could be over early. I can't believe I was so high on the Jets getting into this season or coming into this season. I don't like to spread that big. The over-under is 43.5. I do like the under in that game. I think the Jets are going to struggle to score any points in that game. And the Eagles have not been lighting the world on fire on the scoreboard, at least. They put up 30-plus points. The Eagles are, I think, sixth right now in scoring. (laughs) All right, fair enough. Next up, Tampa Bay at 
the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are getting are giving away three points. I love, love, love the Saints in that game. Uh, the over-under is 46. Don't touch that one. And next up, Atlanta Falcons at Houston Texans. The Texans are giving away four points in that game. The over-under is 50. If anything in that game, I would like the under. The Atlanta Falcons have struggled to score points this year. The Texans have also struggled to score points with that offensive line. I would love the under, but I'm staying away from the line. Next up, Buffalo Bills at Tennessee Titans. The Titans are giving away three points in that game. The over-under is 39. I like the Bills in that game. I think the Bills are going to make a statement after just about beating the Patriots at home. I like the Bills getting three points in that game. Next up, Broncos at Chargers. The Chargers are giving away five and a half points. Oh, over under 44 and a half. I do not like anything about that game. Next up, Green Bay Packers at Dallas Cowboys. Again, certified pick. Next up, Indianapolis Colts at Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by only 11 points in that game. Over under 56. Franny? Mm-hmm. This is your betting corner, Ben. Oh, he never wants to give me anything. He doesn't want to give <laughs> me any help. Uh, in this game, I'll take the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will win the game by 11. Uh, I also like the under in that game. I don't think the Colts – I think the Colts are going to struggle to score. Next up, Cleveland Browns at San Francisco 49ers. Certified pick. And after that, New York Giants at the New England Patriots. I think that's the Thursday night game. The New England Patriots are giving away 15 points to the New York Giants. A little bit too early to bet on this one, but if I was betting, I would take the Giants all day. The Giants are going to keep that game within 15 points, although we'll know more on Sunday. The over-under is 46.5, but after Sunday, this line is going to move. Friday, what's next up? You have your sexy six or your fantastic And you also have a parlay this week, Ben. I have a thirteen game and a six. I have a thirteen game and a six game yeah. parlay. Going and that thirteen game, if you hit that, Ben, seventy five grand. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why it's so difficult to hit on parlays. Um, my sexy six pick for this week: I have a New England, Philly, the L.A. Chargers, KC Vikings, and Bears all money line. Let's hope that those teams hit this week. They're all favored this week, and last week. It was terrible. What are those games? What are those teams again? One more time. New England, Philadelphia, LA Chargers, Ooh. Kansas City Chiefs, Minnesota Vikings, and the Chicago Bears. Ooh, you All threw winners. Chicago and Minnesota in there. That 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 I was with you until Chicago and Minnesota. Why? I'm a little scared of uh what's going on with the Chicago game and a little scared about what's going on with I'm not. Oh, Atlanta. You said Atlanta? No, no Atlanta. Hell okay. no. <laughs> oh, Minnesota. Minnesota. I'm a little yeah. scared about what's going on with Minnesota. No, no. All They're right. Good. They're good. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben. A little bit of housekeeping to finish up tonight. Oh, thank you all so much for bearing with us on the sonya episode. <laughs> we really, really appreciate you staying with us for this uh, you know, truncated was was supposed to be a truncated episode, although we ran almost specifically in exactly the same amount of time that we would normally run. Uh, so thank you all so much for listening to our show. We are humbled that you like it and encourage you to share our website, thirstinggold.busprout.com, with your friends, relatives, coworkers, anyone you think would also like the show. Anyone can listen and subscribe for free by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, CastBox. Google Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, or just about any other podcatcher out there. 
please leave us a review if you have the time and would be so kind. We would truly appreciate it. If you'd like to leave feedback or ask a question to be answered on the show, you can email us at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com or you can call us at 818-350-2680 and leave us a voicemail. Please be aware that we may play your message on the air. Please also follow us on Instagram. Franny does an awesome job manning or working the Instagram. Uh, all the photos of the brown, the bourbons, the whiskeys, the rise, the shots, all of that you can find on Instagram. It's really, really awesome. And you can follow us on Twitter for our, ram- our ramblings on uh, on Twitter at Goal Thirst. So thank you all so, so much for listening to the show. Franny, what say you? Thank you very much for listening. And Ben, you know, I was thinking maybe next week. Ooh, next week. Next week, maybe we can brew a beer? Sometime in October. Ooh, Oktoberfest. Yeah, exactly. And uh, maybe I can uh, order up a new recipe. I would love it. And put one together possibly next week. I would love it. Our bathroom will potentially be done. We can. Hopefully. We might be able to brew it in the shower. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. Thank you all so much for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye.